Podeskew is brought to you by Proper Rumpus Media. Podescue Podcast. I am CJ. With me, as always, is my head roller, Amy Rico. What's up, man? What's up, motherfucker? Oh, dude, it's just another one of them weeks. You know how we do. So it's uh, I do. um um yeah I I I I took a mini vacation this week. Honestly, um, took off from the radio show. Have not touched social media in four days now. Uh, I've not been on social media at all since. Thursday evening after I ended the radio show, um, and I'm feeling kind of cleansed. I got to be honest with you. That's it's kind of nice. You got it. But you, you had like your own juicing from from social media. It was more of a colonic, but sure, if you want to call it that, you know, you know, whatever. Gross. But you know, here we are. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I, I cleanse my colon from social media. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's of all the feel bullshit that, that comes on exactly. there, I'm with you. Exactly. So, um, but no, here we are. We're back. It's it's another it's another Sunday for those of you to pay attention, and we're getting ready to do another pot of skew. And and this one, I'm I'm very uh, I'm excited about this one. This one's different for us. We haven't done one of these. I don't think we've done one of these technically ever. We've had guests on, but I don't know if we ever done like a like a uh, the type of. I don't even want to call it an interview. It feels more like it's going to be a roundtable than an interview, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's kind of how I feel. There'll be a bit of interview because I do have some questions for our guests because we haven't had them on before. But at the same time, it's going to be, I hope, more of a, a discussional piece. And the last time we did a roundtable was Roe v. Wade, which is what's made more serious than what we're going to do today. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, with no no more further ado, and I don't want to keep them waiting, I want to uh, welcome to Podescue for the first time, uh, Audra and Matt from the Gate Leapers. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having us on the podcast. Yes. Oh, uh, we're we're excited to have you here. We we've uh, I I know I've. I feel like I can speak for Rico, but I will let him do it himself since he's here. Uh, that I have uh, enjoyed my time on Gate Leapers the two times I've been on, uh, despite the outcomes. Yes. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but I've absolutely enjoyed the time being on your show and really looked forward to having you all on in a much more um, free-flowing kind of context because, you know, Matt, you do an amazing job of structuring your show and, and hitting those points that I know you need to hit for your game, mm-hmm. but... I feel I, I and I will we'll get into this I think at some point, but I feel like that might limit you a little bit in a lot. And this, so I'm hoping this will will allow you. I don't mean it. it no, Rico's guy saw that look. Rico, I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean it in that he's got a he's got a kind of a marker he wants to hit. Whereas this is going to allow him to kind of kind of sit back and enjoy himself yeah. maybe a little more because I know he puts a lot of prep work into to gate levers as well. So pod you know. the podcast that brings guests and then insults them to their face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I did did I if you were you insulting Matt? If you were, then I genuinely apologize. No, no. The only thing I was going to say is that's part of the process because uh, I'm 
terrible when unscripted. I'm, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to be. Uh, but when I've, when I've got like a structure in front of me, I'm like, yes, okay. Onto the next game. Terrific. So I, I guess I apologize for how I'm going to be on this guest appearance. No, no, you'll, you'll be fine. And, and the best recommendation I can give you is to be Matt. I think that's probably the best. Uh, I d- best that's, yeah. it sounds like a nightmare to me. <laughs> I mean, you, you could try to be Jason, but I, I would pity you if you did. So, you know. Can I, um, can I be Frank? <laughs> nice. I would somehow find it easier to be Jason, I think. Yeah. I think you just say um, butthole a few times and then you're on it. You yeah. got it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. That's true. Um, but no, w- welcome. I'm so glad to have you guys here. Rico, I'll let you say anything you want to say before we get into it. I, I, I honestly, like everything that I was going to say, you basically already said. So I'm good. Sorry. No, you're fine. It's, you know, you're kind of my fucking ventriloquist. Or I'm your ventriloquist. Like, however <laughs> <laughs> you do it. Yeah. Stick, a, stick a hand up my um, ass and make me talk. Like, I'm good. <laughs> so so before before we get into this heads on, in, in honor of... of Drinkopedia, your former oh, show, yeah. Matt. We'll get in. We'll get into that because I, I definitely want to talk about those things as well. I am gonna break out some whiskey here Lovely. and and Woo-hoo. and drink along with y'all. Um, since you are uh, uh, alcohol experts, I guess would be the word oh, for yeah, it. Yeah, sure. um, <laughs> um, I will tell you that it's Metallica's blackened whiskey from oh, their, nice. their. uh Have you have you had or heard? I've of heard this? of it, but I've not mm-hmm. had it. What's it? Yeah. What's it like? It, it's it's good. Um, I don't know that I am educated enough to speak eloquently about it, um, but it is... Um, After a drink I, or two, I, you'll pretend that you're eloquently speaking yeah, about it. I will it. pretend. Let me tell I'll you pretend. about this shit. <laughs> yeah. This Metallica hooch is awesome. <laughs> Oaky vibes. <laughs> That's me after I, a I couple sh- drinks. There you go. There you go. I I will share with you so you can see. Um, I got Rico a present for Christmas. It's our pot of skew oh, glasses. Oh, those are so cool. Um, and then he's got a decanter with the full logo on it as well. Oh, so nice. It's kind of it's it's yeah. out in my kitchen, but I I will show you the the glass just to prove that yes, he did oh. get me a gift. <laughs> That's me. And then yes. there's also one with his face on it. I guess you don't have it. It's next it's to you, with but. the decanter. It's with the decanter, yeah. So there's the, the the glasses. One has his face, one has mine, like our logo, and then the decanter has the logo, the full logo on it. Yes. So, so I'm I'm drinking uh, metallic whiskey from uh, from the Podeskew glass, and and here we are. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, what? No ego whatsoever <laughs> in, in the fact. No, that, no. The fact that like yeah. we're talking about drinking from our own heads, basically. <laughs> listen, listen, man, listen, man. We're coming up on five years of this shit. I think at this point we're allowed to have a little bit of an ego. You know what That's I mean? True. So, oh, definitely. Uh, you should. You sh- yeah. So. Oh, no, no, Sticking with anything for like five years, creative project wise, like is such an accomplishment in and of Thank itself. You. So. Hell yeah, have some ego about it. Yeah, the yeah. amount of yeah. consistency that so many people just don't have. Yeah, it's true. And and well, and that's the irony in it is that you know, I mean, I know Rico's making a joke, obviously, and, and Audrey, you're being as complimentary as you can as as possible. But I also will say that like, we honestly have no ego about it. We really don't. You know, like we're just doing what we enjoy doing and hoping people enjoy it too and tune mm-hmm. in. But even if they weren't, we'd still be doing it. Right. You know, so that's kind of where we're at. No, and, I think we're like minded um, on that, right? Like it's yeah. it's definitely a similar thing for us. Is we just kind of put our stuff out there, try our best collaborate with people and whoever listens listens that's kind of where we're at yeah and i would but i would say you guys have a pretty good fandom i mean i i i listened i i'm not gonna say and pretend i've listened to every gate leapers i have not um i've listened to 
enough. Um, I've listened to quite a few of them, not just the ones that we're on. <laughs> um, and and you know, I, I I pick I pick the ones I listen to. Uh, being perfectly honest by what fandom. Yeah. So there's been a couple yeah. where you've just done a fandom, and I'm like, I'm not really interested in this fandom. Yeah. So, you know, I, maybe if you were doing an analysis analysis type show like Rico and I do, I might might just because sometimes those analysis shows, even if it's a fandom I'm not into, it sometimes piques my interest. Yes. But mm-hmm. when you're playing the game as well as you construct it, it doesn't always do that deep analysis on it. So I don't know that it would still be, yeah, we, keep yeah. that interest level. We kind of have that little segment up top that catches everyone up on the fandom. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of all any casual fan gets. But honestly, hearing that that's how you've consumed our show, that's exactly what we intended was like, mm-hmm. well, Woo-hoo! like <laughs> if you like the kinds of games we play, then sure, binge us. But for the most part, we just want people to listen to the episodes that they're interested in, of the fandoms yeah. that they're invested in. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's definitely something I want to talk to you guys about. But first and foremost, um, if people haven't already noticed, um, Matt, you have a, a distinct accent that I think uh, people oh, will have I? noticed. As- yeah, you're from Tennessee yeah. or some shit. Is, yeah, that yeah, what, yeah. is that what I'm picking up? <laughs> yeah, got it. I, I was thinking I was thinking Georgia, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, no. So uh, obviously. Sri yeah, Lankan. Proud, yeah. Sri- proud Sri Lankan, um, that's me. Yep. <laughs> New Zealander, I think maybe. No, I don't know. Anyway, um, no, but in all seriousness, um, obviously you, you're you're over from from England, and I I'm curious because I don't know that I've even asked you this in private conversations, and if I have, then I apologize because I don't remember the answer legitimately. But uh, what brought you to the states? Because you are definitely in in Yankees country now, for lack of a yes. better description. So, um, well. Me. Audra brought me to, <laughs> to the United States. I've imported okay. my husband. No. <laughs> yeah. Like smuggled him in a suitcase or like. <laughs> there was a lot of paperwork. It was all legal. Gosh, that was so much paperwork. But we met online, um, started mm-hmm. like being pen pals, chatted on the phone, um, met in person a couple times. And we're just like, are we doing this? I think we're doing this. <laughs> and then started doing the paperwork. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Five years ago, got here. Mm-hmm. So that's that's fun. great. Yeah, no, really awesome. I I didn't I, I I thought that was it. I didn't know if there was more to it. Like if it just happened to like you were doing this and that coincided, like it it worked. You know, one in the together with one, you know, or not. But that no, that's awesome. Great, great story. Um, and obviously you said five. So five years in the states. How long have you been communicating all together? Now would you say how long have you been fucking? That's what we <laughs> want to know. <laughs> I wasn't going no, there, but wasn't, sure. It wasn't until the first visit, I reckon, was the <laughs> yeah. first time. Uh, but I think, like, it's got to be coming on almost 10 years since we first communicated. Yeah. Wow. We, oh, wow. We first email, like, we emailed a bit and then, like, fell off of communication with each other and then jumped back in. When we were both single. Yeah, yeah, because... <laughs> When we both happened to conveniently be single, uh, so are, are you saying that for legal reasons? Like, 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 <laughs> yeah, like, the like of you... justice are going to come after us. Right. <laughs> no, I, I guess just explaining the uh, the the bit where we didn't talk because we really it was just like platonic friendship, like yeah. talking as pen pals at first. Uh, we, I believe there used to be a website. It may still be around called Tumblr. Yes. Uh, mm. Oh, it's we, still around. It's yeah. still around. We we had blogs yeah. on there because it was mm-hmm. twenty. 12, 2013, and that's what you did. Yes. Right. And we just connected through that, and we were, yeah, just sending each other big emails. And then once we got back in, I mean, I a little bit of me got back in contact with you because I was like, oh, I kind of kind of had a crush on her, but... <laughs> 
but so, okay. the timing was wrong at that time. But then the timing mm. got right. And then, mm-hmm. you know, a few years later, we were applying for citizen, not citizenship. That's the yeah, next Yeah, that's step. the next one. Uh, legal residency is yes. what I currently am. Yes. So so what what was the decision, if you don't mind, uh, to come to the U.S. versus Audra and you going there? <laughs> I mean, what was... Basically, I had a really good job. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. And so, and America really does, like... It's a lot slower, the paperwork over here versus the UK. But as far as like the paperwork ease, I do think it was a little easier to get the paperwork all mm. together. Mm. Like with mm. me in a settled job, um, there was just a lot of justification that was way easier to say, see? Everything's right, right. Great. No, absolutely. USA, <laughs> the American dream. But that, that aside, <laughs> even though Audra very much is the stable, sensible one, uh, that aside, I think America's the better country anyway. I mean, I'm part, okay. partly saying that because I'm applying for a, for a citizenship at the moment. But <laughs> I, I do, for legal yeah. reasons, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but ge- genuinely, like, there, there's a lot mm-hmm. to like about the UK as well, but I think there's a whole lot more to like about America. So, mm-hmm. What do you miss about the UK? Yeah, um, Greg's. Okay. Greg's. Yep, Greg's. <laughs> Greg's is the answer. Uh, a fucking uh, a hot pocket's not going to do it for you, buddy. No, I'm. I'm afraid not. I'm afraid not. It's just not quite that crumbly pastry texture that I'm. That I'm. It is for. if you leave in the freezer for a long enough time. <laughs> it, it'll crumble the fuck up. I assure you. Okay, that's a top tip. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll have to give that a try. Mm-hmm. Um, no, honest. Like <laughs> apart from like friends and family, which if. If the, if it wasn't for them over there, I'd be like mm. nothing. I miss nothing. It yeah. probably right. is Greg's. <laughs> wow. Because because wow. all the That's... TV shows we love panel shows, which mm-hmm. is evident in the fact that we do a fun comedy game show. Yes, as the thing that we were right. so excited right. about. Panel shows we can watch them all over here. <laughs> yeah, ev- yeah, everything I like from there is digital, so it's it's also here. Mm-hmm. Do you still have like? like the extra BBC channel so you can get a still bit of a taste at home for entertainment. Like, you know, you're like, I just need to watch like an episode of black adder or something, you know, like just, just, a definitely uh, around mm. about Christmas time. We'll oh. do like a one month subscription to BritBox and mm-hmm. watch like a lot of the Christmas specials and stuff like yeah. that. Mm. The rest of the year, it's more like uh, maybe accessing dodgy discord servers to find Shh. links to things, but don't tell anyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for, legal, for legal reasons, like yes. we keep bringing that up, I think we're gonna have to call this episode for legal reasons. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, love love little slices of TV and media mm-hmm. from home for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's in, it's interesting because Rico will tell you that um, I I am a bit of an Anglophile and that I I am enormously intrigued by life over there like that's something that like to the point that when i was younger and i don't think i could do it at this point in my life just for logistical reasons more than anything mm-hmm. else i wanted to go over there and live for like a month but what i didn't want to do was go over and do like buckingham palace and i don't yeah, give a yeah, shit yeah. about that kind mm-hmm. of stuff like i wanted to go and find a, a pub down in the fucking south end that nobody fucking knew about and just you know meet locals mm-hmm. and have them show me shit yeah. you know and mm-hmm. i wanted to do that that that's what that's uh, they'll show the, you all sorts the, in the south end <laughs> oh, oh I, well, I, I, I don't Dignity. even know that that's the right place to go. Yeah, right. I don't even know that's the right place to go. But you get the points. I wanted to find like a, a small yeah. pub somewhere with locals that just, just 
I don't care about the touristy shit. Show me, show me the, like life, just day to day, you know. And obviously, I know in some aspects it's very similar. You know, you get up, you go to work, you do sure. your job, you come home. Like yeah. it's not all parties all day. Yeah. I get that, but you know, he, he wants to but, be at a pub and have like a dude like who sounds like Jason Statham be like, you know, what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna kick you right in the face. <laughs> No, I don't want that because then I'm going to get kicked in the face. I don't want that, no. But like, then you'll have a very interesting like story. You'd be like, I think I got assaulted true. from that's Jason true. Statham. We're like, he's in L.A. What are you talking? You just got, you just got <laughs> no, fucked up by a Brit. Him. I swear. <laughs> he's like, no, it's, it's just a regular British guy. Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, I think the main, the main thing for me is I wish there was, in the States, I wish there was as much history and as much public transportation. Those yeah. are my big I've two. heard that. I, I, I've heard that about uh, both things, really. And I think it depends on where you live, Audra, because, like, I live yeah. just outside Philadelphia, so I'm swimming in history. Sure, like, yeah. there's fair. Like, I, I, his, I, can, I can go 20 minutes west and pick what kind of history you want. I can show it yeah. to you, yeah. you know? Whereas, we're so, in, we're so, in but, Colorado, so my, my, my ancestors killed all of the history, I think, in Colorado. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. I think that's accurate, yeah. Yeah, that's, so. that's what happened here. So <laughs> we've got mountains, mountains for days, but... Yes, yeah. We went to uh, mountains and snow, yes. which neither neither are things that intrigue me in any capacity. <laughs> I'll say, but um, well, that's interesting because I, I, and Matt, you and I have spoken multiple times prepping for Gate Leapers episodes and things like yes. that. So I just I was just always just curious because I think the first time you and I spoke, I assumed I assumed you were still over there, if if you recall yeah. the very yes. first conversation. Um, when we were trying to figure out the timing, because Rico and I have some friends in England that are still there, that still live over there, that we have collaborated with on various projects. Um, the biggest one probably being, I would say, um, Batman Alone, right? Yeah. Rico, I'd say that's the, the full, yeah. like the full like audio drama drama, full fully produced episode. I've listened to that. That's very good. That was Thank great you. accomplishment. Thank you. Yeah. Bring all that together. Well, and we, and we did that lot. We had all the entire cat. That wasn't multi tracking. So oh, we had damn. the entire cat. Oh no, that's not multi track. The only multi tracking that's on there is like the sound effects sure. and the extra laughs and that kind of stuff's multi tracked. But the actual script, the actual dialoguing. Yeah, you did it live. One track, did it live. We had the entire cast. It was like a table read, yeah. basically. That's awesome. Um, and what? Thank you. And what? What? What made that challenging? Just to the point of what we were just talking about is we had we had Rebecca, our Harley Quinn. And Henry, our director slash Batman slash Alfred, both from England on with us and trying to work out the times. And Rico's on the West Coast and I'm on the East Coast. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I think I think everyone else was on East Coast time, right? From the U.S., Rico, no one else I was. I believe so. Yeah, because we had Mark, we had Smoke. Ste- Steph, Steph was with me. Right. So, right. But outside of like... Not to disrespect Steph, but I consider you and Steph. No, I'm just like trying. I'm just one. acknowledging like anybody else in the yeah. West Coast. I don't think we had anybody else. Yeah, so it was all East Coast, and then you two, and then and then Rebecca and Henry over in England, and trying to coordinate those <laughs> schedules and and make that. And we did two takes. Yeah. We did we did two reads. So we did back to back reads on that. Mm-hmm. We took like a, I think like a thirty or forty five minute dinner yeah. break and came back and did it again. Um, That's so cool. I love collaboration yeah. stuff like that. I mean. It's no secret we love collaborating with people yeah. on our podcast, but I, I just love it when people who connect through the internet, uh, it's one of the good things about the internet, just yes. make shit together. 
Like, mm-hmm. it's just so well, fulfilling. I mean, obviously, you guys collaborated via the yeah, internet. Yeah, I mean, look we at collaborated the, I mean, on a marriage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, do refer, I should start know. referring to our marriage as a collaboration. As like an, uh, yeah, like an international collaborative project. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how, how long have you been married now? Uh, about five, five years. Five years. Yeah. Shit, we should get okay. to painters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I can I can hook you up with my yes, guy. Yeah, it's fine. We'll get, yeah, we'll get our faces know. and then the Gate Leapers logo on the big one. Nice. Yes. There you go. There you go. Um, well, I, 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 that spawns off a whole bunch of logistical questions that I don't want to bore the audience with, but maybe <laughs> I'll ask you off air sometime. Um, but how, so how do you get? How do you go into? How do you let? Let's get to the more fun things, I guess. Not that your marriage isn't fun, <laughs> but you know, to, to the rest of the rest of the listening audience, how do we get you to? How do you get to podcasting? Because I know yeah. while you're doing Gate Leapers now, and and it's a great show, and I've sung its praises multiple times with and without you. Oh. Um, how how do? Because I know your first show was not Gate Leapers. No, Mm-mm. no, our first show was Drinkopedia. Actually, our first show was an attempt at trying to do yeah. a lost podcast. Yeah, uh, and that didn't work. Out. <laughs> no. Were were you were you too far? I, I'm guessing you were too far away from the series at that point, right? Because like based it, on when the series yeah, ended, it was, was, was going to be like ten years since it ended, and we were going to like go through it week by week and stuff. But honestly, that was just like we knew we wanted to do podcasting. We'd mm-hmm. spoken about it even when we lived in different countries. Yeah. As like, oh, this is something we both want to get into at some point when it's right for life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we tried doing that lost podcast with the idea mm-hmm. of like me as a mega fan, Audra as a moderate fan and Jason as like a new uh, viewer. Yeah. And then, oh, that's a nice little dichot or trichotomy, yeah, I guess, is the word for it. Yeah. And stuff. But we were like, oh, there's so m- many more exciting things that seem to be happening in podcasting right now. Let's try and come up with our own format. And that's when we came up with Drinkopedia, which is it's kind of copying off Drunk History, but in, yeah. a, in a podcast form. But shh, don't tell them for legal reasons. <laughs> for legal reasons. <laughs> for legal yeah. reasons. Yeah. That might be the name of this episode. <laughs> I hate to say it, but. Um, what do you mean you hate to say it? Well, no, because I had one in mind that I liked better, but I think this is working out. I just gotta go with it. Um, For legal reasons. No, no, we are. Yeah, for legal reasons. Um, So, so talk to people about drunk drinkopedia. I know it's no longer a thing, but I'd you know like people to hear what it was and how it operated, what it was, that kind of thing. Yeah. So our tagline for it was "Drunk History for the Full Curriculum," uh, where we took a bunch of topics that are the sort of topics that you could teach in like twenty or thirty minutes. Um, so I guess some examples, uh, black holes or, uh, Nintendo or like, like something you could do like an overview Wikipedia style history of, and we would rotate who was the teacher each episode Mm -hmm. and they would get shit face drunk, uh, quite blitzed and then have to teach this topic that probably should only take about 20 minutes. Um, and try to teach it to us, uh, but it would take about an hour. Yep. Um, and so, and and that that was the show. And a lot of people thought, "Oh my god, you're getting that drunk every week." And we were like, "It's not quite that bad. It's, it's one of us mm-hmm. every three weeks." So it's yeah. But then that caught up with us eventually, and we were like, when we were around about episode seventy-five, we were like, "Let's do this to a hundred episodes and then stop." Yeah. My my liver can't take it anymore. Like yeah, it was it was getting to be too much. Mm-hmm. Like. When the production extends into the next morning, yeah, mm. it's just not feasible long term. 
Right. You're, you're just like at an AA meeting and you're just like introducing yourself and you're like, I'm an alcoholic because I'm also a podcaster. <laughs> and they're just like, you could just stop. Like you are, you yeah. have it way easier than us. Like actually you can go get a day job and then that will stop your drinking. Yes. <laughs> By the way, we're recording this meeting as we speak. Um, no. Okay. Uh, Bonus content. Hi, I'm Rico. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so, you hit a hundred. Did you get to hundred? Like the goal was eight hundred. You ultimately do so. Yeah, or? yeah. We did a hundred, and then we did a few more when we launched Gate Leapers because we were like, oh, if we're starting a new show, we should like advertise the new show on our old feed a bit. So mm. we we did like four or five episodes that were like collaborating with a few friends to like mm-hmm. get them to be the drunk teachers as we listen and riff off of what they say. Um, and so we did, we did about probably about 104, 105 by yeah. the end. And I really liked doing those collaborative episodes because ultimately that was the new thing. Like that was the thing we were most excited about, mm-hmm. about the gate leapers format is the amount of people that we got to work with, that we got to meet who also have this passion for making things. And so if we can utilize that with the Drinkopedia format for a little bit, it's just good. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for sure. And, and trying to think of what i wanted is i lost my train of thought i really did have That's you been crazy. playing drinkopedia mm-hmm. <laughs> not enough apparently not enough no um so so what what brings you to to podcasting as a whole though like what brings you to not just drinkopedia but like obviously just all right i want to this is what i want to i want to do this yeah do you want me to go first or you Audrey? i mean either way I'll, I'll probably go first because I just started talking and that's how that worked. <laughs> that's why I think maybe I was drawn to podcasts because I just started talking. Um, no, I think it was just the amount of podcasts that I listened to because I before we started making podcasts, I was an intensive podcast listener and I still am. Um, there's just something comforting about having like that kind, friendly thing of, well, friends in your ears <laughs> all day. Um, and so... It's great, and I knew I wanted to make that because I am one of those people inherently drawn to making something. And so if I could make something that I consumed so much of, it would be quite nice, you know? That was my that was my hopes for podcasting. <laughs> and I, I think we've achieved those hopes. Yeah. Um, for myself, I love it as accessible broadcasting. I did like a film and media degree in the UK, and then towards the end of my final year, I was like, this is a whole business and I hate that. Because, <laughs> uh, so like my love for wanting to make those kinds of things was overwhelmed by my dislike for how corporate it all was. And I was like, this is not going to be a life that I will enjoy. I will hit a certain point. I could already see my life ahead of me. I was like, I will hit a certain point where I'm in a production office and it just feels like any other job. And then I no longer enjoy making things. Um, so I guess I enjoyed it Audra mentioned like, oh yeah, we should make podcasts at some point. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yes, let me look into that. And then I did. And I was like, yeah, this is the idea that anyone who can sort of afford a regular internet connection and then just like an initial startup cost of some microphones, you can broadcast from wherever you can make anything. You can do whatever you want. And it was definitely that pull that, that drew me to podcasting. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Rico, do you? I mean, if you have things, jump in, please. Rico, this is not when, you know. when I jump in. I jump in. I, I you know, it's yeah. usually I mean, a dick joke. But. We could, I want to know about you guys. Like, what, yeah. what brought both of you to podcasting? 
Oh God, I, I, I feel bad for our, our. I mean, I know you want to know, and I have no problem sharing with you. I just feel bad for our audience because, like, we're, we're at this point. I think we're like the Spider-Man or Batman of podcast origin <laughs> stories because people have heard it so many goddamn times. They're like, I don't want to hear this again. Please don't make us do it. I, I had an uncle Ben. He had, you know, fucking his parents were killed in alley. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. the the short answer is that he had done a podcast in the past. Uh, and he was itching to do another one. Mm. At the same time, I was doing a YouTube channel that I more or less have stopped doing uh, called Rico's Rants. And we had never interacted before. We had never spoken. We had, I mean, we hadn't even interacted in the same Facebook fan page called The World of Kevin Smith. Oh, we, wow. we were just, we were just complete opposites of these states. Yeah, I put out a post that so so j- just to back it up a little bit. Um, and again, I know our audience has heard a lot of this, but for you for you two, um, I Rico said I had a show previously that was inspired just from Audra. Kind of to your point, I listened. I didn't listen to a, a plethora of podcasts, meaning I didn't listen to a bunch of variety. Mm-hmm. I basically stayed in Kevin Smith's world, but he had like seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I listened to like all of his and at the end of all of his, almost every episode, no matter what show he was doing, it was, hey, you guys should do a podcast, meaning you just the general public right. should do a podcast. And he just beats that into your head. And it's not in a negative way, but you just after, you know, you know, eight hours a day, every day at a work week, because that's where I would primarily listen yeah. is when I was at work, I'd, I'd listen. And, you know, eight hours a day, every day for, you know, months on end, eventually you start going, I think I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah when you hear Kevin you know, Smith in your ears, like, come on, man, make a podcast. You could do it. Like, you're just like, oh, fuck, I think I can do it. It's like a little angel and devil on your shoulder. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's it's the same person, too, which is interesting. But that's a different <laughs> discussion. Um, and so, yeah, he, he you know, I and that's what inspired me to start the first one that, that is now defunct. Um not for the same reasons that Drinkopedia fell apart. That was, I had a falling out with my co-host essentially, and oh, that, sure, that's yeah. what killed that. You know, and and I'm sure that happens to a lot of yeah. shows. Um, <laughs> and then I took some time off, and but after that, I kind of started getting the bugging because I was still listening to Kevin every day, going, "Hey, you should do a podcast." I'm like, I used to do one of those. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. Uh, you know, I've done it already. Yeah. Come on, get off uh, my back, Kevin. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. So, uh, but no, I, I started I started getting the itch again, and and. To your point, I I still had all the equipment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To your point, Matt, of like I had the equipment from the first run, so it's not like I had to start completely over from scratch in that regard. I had to maybe start over in terms of content and episodes and and that whole yes. thing. But but the 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 base of it was still there. So that I put out a post and I said, "Hey, I'm looking for a new co-host. I had a show before. Uh, hit me up with some ideas." And I got a a flood of of uh, ideas from different show, different people. And then Rico messages me. Go ahead, and Rico, I, I messaged there. like the most, the the most laid back, like not giving a fuck because I really was like, I had I obviously had listened to podcasts and I I understood what they were. I was and I I wasn't getting a whole lot of views for for Rico's rants, and it was not really that I needed it because Rico's rants was more of just a form of self therapy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was having anxiety and depression, and I found that I was able to sleep a whole lot easier, literally, by just like setting up my phone, having a drink, having some cigarettes, and like talking about a movie that I wanted to talk about. And yeah. I was able to mm-hmm. relax. And so I had no expectations that CJ would actually respond to me. 
and I was kind of like, I don't care. Like, and that, <laughs> like, like, like it really was just kind of like, nah, fuck it. Let's see what happens. And yeah. so I hit him up and I literally wrote something akin to like, hi, my name is Rico. I do a YouTube channel. Here's a link. Mm-hmm. That was really it. There was mm-hmm. nothing else. Every, and just by comparison, everyone else that had contacted me read out, wrote out like paragraphs upon paragraphs of content ideas and things they wanted to do and, and all this kind of stuff. But a lot of it also was, but I don't have any of the equipment. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I don't yeah. have any of the, you know, it was a lot of like, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but I have all these ideas. Whereas I, like once, once he like watched a rant, he was like, okay, this guy's funny. He's knowledgeable. But then we, and then we hit each other up and we like basically immediately I was like, I don't have any equipment. I have a tablet. I don't have a microphone. I don't like what I can bring to the table is I will talk your fucking ear off. Yeah. (laughs) And either I will know something or I will bullshit enough to pretend that I know something. (laughs) That's podcasting. That's podcasting. So that's a skill set. Right. And (laughs) it absolutely absolutely is. And, and we, we immediately knew there was like a huge, we, we had, the niche because one we didn't know each other yeah so we were going to learn from each other every single episode and that was a good thing and a bad thing because we didn't we we had no practice talking to each other sure we we had one before we recorded our first episode we had one conversation yep. wow one 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 conversation uh audio conversation we had we had several text yeah. conversations it's not the same leading for up to building a, chemistry and stuff like no, that. No, uh, not at all. Not no. And 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 you can hear it in the first dozen or so episodes where it's not that we didn't get along. We absolutely got along mm-hmm. or we wouldn't have gotten to a dozen episodes even. For sure. But but what you can also hear is us trying to figure each other out. Yeah. Like I I now can I can almost anticipate when a joke is coming from Rico. I can almost <laughs> kind of gauge, you know, and at the same time, he can anticipate when I'm going to say something stupid that he's going to make fun yeah, of. Like, yeah. it's all there. Whereas before, you know, you can hear Rico kind of hesitating to say something that's critical of me because he doesn't know how I'm going to react right. to it. Where now he knows he can say some shit that I'm going to, you know, laugh at or tell him to go fuck himself, but not in a way where I'm actually angry about yeah. it. And it's more just for the, the flow of the show. He, here's know, the so. best way to describe the fir- the early years of Pot of Skew. Okay. Every, after every episode that we recorded, I would either get a text message or a phone call. He still calls me after recording every single time because it's usually like, shit, I forgot to tell you something. Do you have a minute? Yeah, yeah. So like, I, I will, I inevitably, I will tell my wife, I'm like, all right, we're done recording. Yeah. T minus 30 minutes. Yes. <laughs> he will text me or call me say, are you free? Um, um, so back in the day. You no, know I'm going to like make an effort now not to do no, that. No, no, no. I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying like, I I need you to be aware that I'm very aware that you do that every time. You're more aware of it than I am. And I'm the one doing it. So what's that tell you? Like, that's how well I know you dipshit. Like, you know, <laughs> but back in the day, because of my rough kind of way of talking where I, I and you know it's the italian tone and the kind of like well again it's the i don't give a fuck or sure. fuck it let's see what happens so at the end of every episode i'll get a text or a phone call and be like are we cool like are we okay <laughs> and it got to the point where it was so frequent that i had to basically kind of yell at him like yes we are fine 
Like yeah. I just I just have resting bitch voice. Like yeah. it's okay. <laughs> and then it got and you know what? Credit to you, Siege. You pulled this shit last week. He calls me up like I knew he was gonna fucking do it. And he says, Are we okay? And I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, no, nah, I'm just fucking with you. I know we're okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I hadn't asked him that in a while, and and he did. We did end with him doing what used to trigger that question legitimately. <laughs> so it made it made me just feel. I did have something I wanted to tell him, but it made sense to kind of hit him. And also, I, what made me and what Rico probably doesn't know, um, because it just never came up, uh, is that there would be a couple times where I'd make that call and he wouldn't answer right away Oh, because he was busy doing whatever. I was like, taking a shit probably or like, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. The point is he was, he was just doing something. So it's not like he wasn't answering for any particular reason, except he just couldn't answer the phone at that exact second. Right. But in the early days, I always took that as a sign of, Oh shit, we're not good. Cause you didn't have so, that established like yeah. friendship and things. So there would be that ex- little ex- bit of anxiety. Ex- yeah. 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 Exactly. So, so last week when, when I called him, he didn't answer the phone right away. <laughs> so that's actually what triggered. That's actually what triggered me to say that to you last week was mm. the fact that you didn't answer the phone, just laying into that joke, like l- just a full on diving into the joke he- head on. Like but I half yeah. expect him, like when we're done with this, to fucking call me like after twenty minutes, and just be like, "I'm just keeping you on your toes, bitch." Like that's all it is. <laughs> No, no. See, now I'm not going to call you until next Sunday. Like I'm purposely not going to contact you until next week on purpose. Oh God, how will I fucking live? Oh, I'm sure you'll be fine. I, will, really. I, I don't know if I can make it, CJ. I need your uh, your periodic fucking <laughs> fuck phone you, calls. Well, I, uh, I feel like we've had almost the opposite problem in the sense that we're trying to talk more afterwards because I'm so much an introvert, so much like the whole process of everything goes on up uh, up here and I don't always ec- like explain it the best as I can to Audra and Jason so that they can be best prepared for a recording or even just like reflect on how something went or things to potentially clip for social media and stuff. Yeah. So we've now had to implement, I said, had yeah. to implement, it'll improve everything. Yeah. Um, Like sort of a 20 minute post-production meeting <laughs> of just being like, let's talk about what went well. Like what, what the did bits. we like? And that was like a, the, the suggestion of Jason and Audra just being like, fill us in more bring us more into the to the loop it doesn't have to all be going on up up here i'm pointing at my head for for yes, listeners yes and this, uh, <laughs> this notorious this audio medium medium yes <laughs> hence the script so like that that yeah, that's hence, really what hence, helps you hence the mm-hmm. script yeah and it's like i i go off script plenty throughout the episode but if i don't have it sure. there as like the thing to fall back on after a riff has happened i'm completely lost as a podcaster yeah, we've been doing this podcast for how long? And for some reason, I keep forgetting to do team names. So I'm gonna hope from that production meeting, we'll like just this is the next this is the next episode. Yeah, think about team names. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, I I when I came on the two the several times I've been on once with Rico and the the once on my own. Yes. I came, I came in out of fear of not being prepared. Like, I was like, I have to have a muse, I have to have a team name, and I have to have a fandom thing. And it, whether we hit any of those points or not, I need to have them in my back pocket ready to go. Yeah. Because and, and I think I even hit Rico up before we showed up when we were on together for the Universe one. And I was like, Rico, you need to have these things ready to rock and roll. Like, you can, we can't go in there without this this ready. So we, like, we can't you, fuck around. They might be prof- more professional than us. <laughs> oh. and you were then I, I would, I would, I would, <laughs> 
I would dare. I would dare say they are. Honestly. I would say you guys are definitely more structured than us. That's sure, what I. I think and that's kind of what I mean. Level yeah. in terms of like professionalness, and I, yeah. I, we have very similar audio setups. Like it's all. Yeah. I, th- I think we've got a similar thing going on. Yeah. Well, and I, you know what? I, I we talked about this pre-show, but I, I did want to bring this up on on the recording. So I think that's a nice segue, uh, Matt. Is that uh, you? solely are responsible in my opinion for the new and improved Potaskew sound um that we've started 2023 with oh, yes. i i absolutely you when i came on and did the wakanda uh episode of gate leapers mm-hmm. uh with you um which by the way i still that one makes me laugh more than the one to do with rico for the simple fact that we had two cjs and we had to figure out how to distinguish between <laughs> the two of us that was a good running bit yeah. that, that was that was that nice. that made me laugh for some reason that i still can't explain I did but miss, anyway I, I missed rico's impressions during that one mm-hmm. i did like that was the highlight of uh of the <laughs> kevin smith episode was rico's impressions <laughs> like that's exactly what you what i or personally what i want from like a guest on gate leapers is like just getting bits in as often as they can Gosh. Yeah. You're a sucker for oh, a bit. I love, I love a bit. If you had told him that prior, he would have come in with like a, just a list of bit. Like he riffed <laughs> all of that. But if you had given him, you know, in advance notice, believe me, you would have had more. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, that's beside the point, though. But we recorded that episode that I was on solo very differently than we did the one for the Kevin Smith episode. If you yes. recall, I actually recorded the audio for you on that one. And, and I think it came out fine mm-hmm. uh, from a sound quality perspective. It, it did it did just fine. But you taught me a new way to record. And I'm not going to get into the minutiae because most of the people listening probably don't care about the ins and outs of like you know the technicalities of it. And if they certainly do, they can reach out and I'll be more than glad to talk to them. But you know, you taught me this new way to record that made it sound like I was sitting right there in the room with you in Colorado when I'm in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away by how that sounded. And and I I went back in my brain and really paid attention to, okay, how did Matt set us up in the beginning? Like, what did he have us do? And I played it through my head uh, m- multiple times. And it was like, all right, I think that Rico and I can pull this off because – as he said, when we started, he had a tablet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and I the equipment you're looking at that you guys can see. I know the rest of the audience can't, but that you can see is pretty much what I've had from the beginning. I've had a different desk, I've had maybe a different computer, but I've had basically otherwise the same setup. I've had two computers, I've had a mic. I didn't always have a boom arm, but I had a mic on a stand. Like it was yeah. still essentially the same, you know. So little nuances have changed, but the the core setup on my end's been the same from the beginning, and Rico has progressed it's really funny the progression and if you if you know it if you know it you can hear it Mm. if you don't know it i don't know that you can hear it as clearly but like the very first episode he literally was on his tablet just sitting there and and the tablet mic picked up him and and it worked fine and then after like two or three episodes i was like dude you got to put in your butts at least give me some ear. At least do yeah. an earbud with a mic on it. I don't care. Just something. Right. So he did that, and there was that that step progression. And then I was like, "All right, that's not working as well as I had hoped." Mm-hmm. Rico, I need you to drop like forty bucks and buy a mic <laughs> uh, with like a buy like a gaming mic, gaming yes. headset or something, you know. And so he did that, and then we progressed there. And then I found I then it was like, "All right," but the one he bought was wired. And you're not seeing it so much today because I've tethered him down with a boom mic at this point. <laughs> but at one point, Rico Rico would move. 
Like he's very animated typically when we're recording, especially if we get into a topic that he's he's passionate about, whether he hates it or likes it. He gets very animated, <laughs> and and well, it's true, buddy. Yeah. It's true. But and so he'll start moving around a lot, and and so I said, all right, and you and him being tethered by a corded headset mic was like. Of course, he, you could tell mm-hmm. it was bothering him. So I said, so I told him where he could find a head, a cordless one. It was a Bluetooth one, so then he could get up and like run mm-hmm. around the court, the block naked if he needed to while he was talking to me, as long as he could still talk to me. Some some so, media analysis requires that. Sometimes yes, you got to be that, running that, around the block I, naked. Yes, exactly, exactly. So maybe that's who was at my fucking door. He was just a podcaster. That might be. <laughs> <laughs> I I had a guy bang on my door last week, and he was naked. Oh, yeah. Oh, in broad, da- broad daylight. I was just, and uh, uh, I mean, he wasn't—he wasn't wearing headphones or anything. Uh, uh, so best believe it was being streamed live somewhere. <laughs> well, I mean, then then he had a very interesting fucking episode in the cops, like car, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so so we got him that one, and then as good as that was, I was like, we can still improve this. And I was like, Rico, you got to get a mic. We got to get you, uh, you know. Basically what he's saying was that, like, I, I needed a lot of work. Like, I needed to, like, constantly upgrade my shit. Like, CJ will fucking be like, oh, I got this new thing of equipment for the show. And I'm like, right on, cool. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, he'll be like, ah, oh, dude, I got this fucking new, like, this thing that'll fucking manipulate us to make us sound slightly better and i'm like cool how much was that you're like it's whatever it doesn't matter and i'm like cool and then periodically he'll be like hey so i've been thinking um you really need to get a fucking better piece of equipment because like <laughs> like it, it it sucks and 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 that's what i'll respect about cj is that he'll just point blank say bro i know you're poor you need to fucking like dig deep <laughs> set some fucking money aside and like get a boom mic or something and I mean, at, at the same time, I'll, I'll try to help him. In yeah, that it's I true. Will, like, like, like the boom mic you 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 two can see, I found for him. But like, I was searching. I was like, okay, this will be the quality that we need. Right. But this is, I know the price range that Rico probably has to spend. Like, I don't just go to him and like, like Matt, you've probably done your research, and Audrey, maybe you too. I, I don't know. No, uh, no. You know, like <laughs> I, I, okay, I just didn't want to disrespect you and assume yeah, that Matt did all this that's stuff. Fine. That, no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but. You know, so like I want, there's a Shure SM30, I think it's 300 something that I want. It's a $500 yes. microphone. I am going to buy that microphone probably within the next year mm-hmm. because I want to improve yet another level. Mm-hmm. But you also know, Matt, if you've done your research, you need an audio gate for that. So that's yep. another $60, you know? So like, um, um, and, and this is not about, oh, poor me and I'm spending money. I'm doing it on my own volition. I'm not asking for people for money. Rico and I have really struggled you know, you, 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 Gate Leapers has a Patreon, and, and Rico and I really struggled with setting something like that up because we don't feel right, not not judging anyone else who does, but we just don't feel right going to our audience and going, hey, you need to pay us money to hear content. Like, we just don't yeah, feel, no, yeah. we, you know. We had that exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> then we were like, oh, I, I think it was pointed out to me how much time I was putting into it by lots of... <laughs> peers and friends and being like we love listening to it we would give you money if you had an option there so i was like fine so you'll notice like the first few pitches for patreon <laughs> are just me saying saying don't give us any money please don't sign up to this please but like I, it exists but like please don't do it yeah because <laughs> it makes me feel uneasy still yeah mm-hmm. 
Uh, the one I'll, I'll tell you. Well, I know we're kind of getting off, but it, you brought up something that was a running uh, a running gag on one of our episodes, actually, because yeah. it's cent- it centered directly around you. I don't know if you heard this one, but you you your pitch for the Patreon used to be for about a cup of coffee. Yes, and then you realized that a cup of coffee was like eight dollars, and you were like, okay, so it's not a yeah. cup of coffee. And then you, or or you switch, you're like maybe a diner cup of coffee or something. That I forget exactly how you changed. Yeah, it, I think I like, said it. Make you sure orig- it's that coffee's from Starbucks because that's how much. Yeah, <laughs> right. It was something like that, and and it, it came up because Rico was telling a story about how for his work he goes over and gets this Starbucks coffee that he gets, and like I did the math on it quickly, and it's probably like a twelve dollar cup of coffee the way he gets it. No, it's it's like a, it's, it's like seven fifty. Okay, well, regardless, it's an it expensive cup quick. of coffee. I worked, I worked exa- at a certain green coffee chain. Uh, it adds up quick. <laughs> for legal reasons. For legal reasons. No, I wasn't going to say anything bad about him. I didn't need to say that. Yeah, you even to- said the green logo yeah, company. And, yeah. we were, and we were talking about them. Like, there is no way that even served any purpose beyond causing more chaos. That's fine. You, you used to work at Bar Stucks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's one of the. I, I forget where I was. There we go. Owned yeah, by owned by Dibney. That will own everything. <laughs> I almost pulled that joke the other day. <laughs> I, I I was a guest on another panel style game show. Yes, and they were doing and they were doing a similar game, which I guess there's I guess there's a format. I don't know enough about that. I do want to get into that, but I guess there's a format and to somebody to the British panel game show thing as a whole. Yeah. So I guess there's only so many games that you can like pull from i i don't know enough about it and i definitely want to hear about that in a minute but so they were playing something similar um the one thing that they did and i will share with you because i'd be curious to see if you guys would ever implement something like this is it was a pitch for uh a sta- it was a movie that is standalone now and they wanted two additional movies so they wanted to turn it into a trilogy like you've done the one where it was add a sequel but yeah. add the third one i remember mm-hmm. that but they want to take the f- they did the one where you take one and turn it into a trilogy the caveat they had is that it had to have a Metacritic score fifty or lower. That's good. And it was it was like oh shit, like yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out trying to figure out a movie. I ultimately did it, but but I almost pulled out the Mister Dibney, and I knew that no one else would have gotten it. But <laughs> yeah. I almost did it just because. And like, I was like, he's having a stroke. Are you okay? <laughs> <Dibney>? <laughs> yeah. you, you don't um, know this, but he's actually referencing another niche podcast on this niche podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I would love a crossover between you two. That would be one I would love to see. Is I would I would with help moderate the crap out of that if I put <laughs> you and if I put Audra and Jason and you like three on three teams yeah. and do that show versus Gate Leapers. I would. I, that's the crossover <laughs> I, I want. I'd I'm love telling to do you that. Right I've now. listened to if it's the podcast I'm thinking of. The name escapes me right now, but if it's the one you recommended, uh, because because fuck you, because that's fuck why. You, that's why. That's exactly. It. I listened mm-hmm. to a few episodes and they're great. They're doing the so the name escapes you, and we're just like, well, because fuck you, yeah, that's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. We're like, all right, <laughs> you don't have, you don't have to tell me. Sorry. Yeah, you absolutely set me up for that bit, and I did not receive it. I was just like, oh yeah, that's that's the name of the podcast that I remember. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, they they do some great stuff. I'd love if in 2023 we could get a collaboration mm-hmm. with them because we've got to be well, the only two indie. I think so. Panel shows, yeah. Like. yeah. You gotta have I a specific so. passion set to want to make that. <laughs> it's you, a, I don't think um, you have to have a specific passion set to listen to it because like fandoms are so widespread. Yeah, mm-hmm. but to want to make that specific thing, it's a lot of admin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, I can absolutely be the gateway to try to make that happen. Yeah. So we can discuss that down the road. But regardless, so that that's the show I was on. That's the show I was on, and they were doing they were doing because um, that's the like you said, it's probably the only other show out there that does this. And even even if it's probably the only other show that does that, that I would guest on at this point. I don't think I'd start just spreading myself across British panel style <laughs> game shows. That Before you know be... it, you're hosting a British panel show. <laughs> Uh, that, yeah. But that's how you get to fucking England, CJ. Like, if you want to yeah. move there, you just, right, there you you just have to there work you your way. Through... <laughs> exactly. Well, and I mean, like, you know, it's so funny because they, pull, they pulled a line out for one of my favorite British comedy shows of all time, which is also a game show of sorts. And, and Rico, I know, is a huge fan as well. And that's who, Who's Line. Oh, nice, I've been yeah. a Who's Line. Mm-hmm. And I mean, going back to, you know, the original, you know, Tony Slattery yes. and that whole crew. Like, you know, like the Drew Carey one was fine. I enjoyed that. But I give me the old, you know, but that's the so old British funny. one. That's so funny because I like I've got more nostalgic connection to the Drew Carey one because it was on like an obscure channel and stuff like the UK Pat whose line was around all the time. And it was like a, a regular nightly show and stuff. Whereas the American one was like, "Ooh, what's this on Comedy Central 2? What, what ch- I didn't know I had this channel. Okay, let's check it out. <laughs> That's why you're an Anglophile and he wants to be in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go, right? right. Is it anyway? <laughs> yes, that's so true. <laughs> And you had Colin Mockery as the gateway because yes. he was on both of them, right? Definitely. Like that's your. That's well, your wasn't idea. Ryan Styles as well? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's you know, he was. Yeah, Colin, Colin, and Greg, Colin, Greg as well. Yeah, yeah, you be, yeah, beat me to it. Yeah, yeah. So, um. But yeah, no, that's, I, I want to circle back a little bit. I know we've kind of gone over and I've enjoying this. this is great. But how did, how did Jason get into the mix? Cause I know, obviously yes. I know how you two connect. That makes sense. I'm, I'm there. How, did, how does Jason get pulled into Yeah, Where'd this, you find that fucking trio? guy? <laughs> <laughs> I, by well, the way, Rico doesn't know this. I don't think, but I've determined he's my nemesis. Like I need to beat Jason <laughs> at this point. Like that, that's a thing. Hey. Like I, I, you can't ever team me up with Jason until I beat him. Yeah. After I beat him, whatever. Mm-hmm. But until then, it has to be Alder and I teamed up together to until I beat Jason. Jason. Like, yeah. So I'm down for that. Um, Jason also worked with me at Barstucks, uh, Starbucks, <laughs> um, but we would like pretty frequently. If it's like a busy time, you have a couple people on bar at the same time, and it was always they would always put Jason and I together. Because we would just like, we would be joking and bantering, but still churning out drinks. Mm. And so Jason and I became friends outside of work and then married Matt. And we're like, we, we want to make a podcast. Jason's funny. <laughs> like, yeah. Jason, Jason would also definitely be down to make a podcast with us. Because this was the thing is we were a couple of introverts who wanted to yeah. make a podcast. We were like, who is who's someone who's energetic, who loves spending time with us? Uh, <laughs> who can stand us yeah um jason <laughs> so like you've, you've probably noticed on gate leap as like jason other than the fact that i'm reading the rules of the games and stuff jason mm-hmm. will always have something funny to say something quick to say on almost anything absolutely uh, so yeah. yeah he's he's a fantastic co-host slash team captain depending on how you look at our format slash friend Sla- yeah he's a good no, he's an all right friend uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not here. How good of a friend could he be, really? I mean, like, you know. Um, no, he's, got a, he's got a very you know. busy life. We love him. Yes. 
No, absolutely, absolutely. And and I I use the word nemesis out of humor, obviously. You know, I don't yeah, really yeah, have yeah, anything. Yeah. I, I don't really hey, that's know. That's a him narrative right it. there. Like you've, yeah. you've mentioned that. That just means you've definitely got to come back on the podcast this year. Oh, I I believe me. I I've told you privately, Matt. I will come on anytime. If you wanted me weekly, I would fucking do it. Honestly, <laughs> I just love doing that show. It's fun. I I I, I enjoy I enjoy the challenge. Um, the, see, the one thing that the, the BFYTW does differently than you, and I don't find it to be bad or good, it's just yeah. different, mm-hmm. really, is they will tell you in advance the games and the categories. Yes. So you kind of know what you're going into to a degree mm-hmm. going into BFYTW. You still don't know exactly how it's going to play out, obviously, and you don't know what the other people are going to say that's going to trigger a whole different response. You know, it can go all over the place, right? The only thing that you know going into your show is what the fandom yes. is. It's the only thing you tell us. And and I I, I liked because I think even on our first appearance, Rico and I were talking pre pre recording, and he was saying to me, "Do we know what we're going to be?" Because we had been on BFYTW before mm-hmm. at that point. And he goes, "All right, so what games are we playing?" And I'm like, "I fuck if I know, dude. They don't <laughs> tell you that thing, you know. So we're just going to go in and we're going to roll with it." And I think the only thing that I think the only thing that really kind of surprised us, and I, I don't mean in a bad way, was that I think at first Rico and I thought we were going to be on the same team, and then you divided yes. us and teamed us up with yeah. with Audra and Jason, which honestly, you know, I, Rico's my best friend without question at this point. You know, if, considering you know five years ago we barely knew each other, mm-hmm. but at this point, you know, he's definitely my best friend, and I. I but I love that competitive nature that we do have. Yep. Like you know, he 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 he's beat me every time. Yeah. On anything anything <laughs> we've ever been on that's had points involved, he's beat me every so time. I, There's been so I I like, didn't know about the the previous appearances before we recorded mm-hmm. that first one, so I wasn't aware of like that rivalry. But it was <laughs> it was checking out episodes of your podcast and listening, and I was like. I mean, I wouldn't have known that you didn't know each other before the podcast because the mm-hmm. the main thing that sold me on I've got to reach out to these guys was that your chemistry, like your mm-hmm. chemistry was just so good. And I loved how you could be playfully combative with each other in that way that I think... <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm wrong in this, but I think friends should always be like that. We should, we should always... playful, sure, yeah, yeah. right? Well, it yeah, comes that's as playful. What it okay, is. so yeah. <laughs> it happens behind the curtain, happens behind the curtain, but it comes across as playful for <laughs> legal reasons. That, for legal reasons, I was like, these guys um, would be great on opposite teams because that's again, that's how we always do it with that thing of like, mm-hmm. if you're on opposite teams, you have more chance to interact like in a combative, competitive kind of way. Uh, if you're on the same team, the only thing you're kind of saying to each other is, should we do this answer or this answer? Should we pick this one or this one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It actually benefited us because CJ and I were like discussing what we could talk about for certain things. Like mm. we had ideas brewing we're like, well, look, we know it's going to be about view askew. So we could throw out ideas of like X, Y, and Z if it comes to that, because like our previous um, experience was on because fuck you that's why so we're like all right it's gonna be at least similar and mm-hmm. so we ha- so once we was like we're splitting up i knew where his mindset was and he knew where my mindset was yeah. so we were and you know this whole playful like i want to beat cj has never been a thing like i i am competitive when it comes to, like movie trivia specifically i'm like i need to know that shit for yeah. my own validation yeah, but it always just ends up that I end up beating him, and it's gotten to the point where I'm like, 
I, I really hope he fucking wins. Like, <laughs> like I really hope that he beats me and I'll, I'll egg it on. I'm like, Oh, you dirty fuck. How dare you? But I'm like, yeah, yeah. dude, good for you, buddy. Like, I'm happy for you. Yes. Audrey, what were you going to say? Yeah. Oh, I think I was just going to say something similar in the sense of we like to have people on opposite teams because when you're talking to someone that's on the same team, you're, you're, it's just, there's a reason for you to talk because you're going to discuss the thing. But in order to have like more of that round table mm-hmm. vibe, I'm always going to say something to Jason. I'm going to be sassy at Jason occasionally. Um, <laughs> but Jason and I always have a reason to talk. And so a lot of people and their co-hosts have a reason to talk. They know each other. And so you can get those things of, I kind of have an understanding, even if you didn't prepare, I kind of have an understanding of where their mindset is because mm-hmm. I've worked with them enough that I know this is the direction they're going to take X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun. It's just fun. We like it. Yeah. No, it, it absolutely it lends itself to the competitiveness, but also the to your point, Audrey, the banter, which mm-hmm. is, I think, obviously you need on a podcast. It's not a lot of fun when you have, you know, five people on a podcast. And you're all sitting around going, so uh, yeah. what now? Go like, on, like that's the banter. Yeah, you you need that, and 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 with your wonderfully written scripts, Matt, because that the stuff that you put in between the games, the the way that you 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 don't just you don't just write to get from point A to point B or B to C or whatever. You to the credit, and I and I've said this to multiple people, so I'm not just saying this to you. I, I I've spoken very highly of your show on multiple occasions. Oh, thanks, Ben. The the way that you get you incorporate the fandom into because you could write point A to point B stuff yeah. that has absolutely nothing to do with and still get from point A to point B. But you don't do that. You you look at it from that perspective of, okay, we're talking about Wakanda, we're talking about the Skinniverse, we're talking about Hogwarts, what whatever yeah. it is that you're you're discussing. And and you'll make jokes like uh, like I, I'm, I'm not gonna. I was gonna try to pull one out, but I don't remember them clear enough, and I don't want to butcher it. But like the, my favorite are the way that you recap the scores, because you could easily just be like, okay, well now the score between and say the team names, whatever they are for that particular episode, is this team has this many and this team has this many. But no, you'll say stuff about like you know, uh, I, I don't want to again, I don't want to butcher one, but you'll incorporate <laughs> the fandom into that about like you know. Yeah so-and-so recapping the scores or bringing the scores on delivery or, you know, whatever thing you come up yeah. with. And I think I think that really um, ties together the, the free-flow banter portion of it so nicely, you know what I mean? The way that you the way that you do that, and then a lot of your post production editing stuff that you do with the music, and the way that you put all that together. I, I really I've spoken very highly of the flow of your show, and and while it's very structured, it doesn't feel um, as someone who's participated on it. It doesn't feel, or or even as a listener, really, that you're you're being forced to go from here to here. Like yeah. it still feels that it's not rigid. fluid. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. And I think that's but thank you, Rico. That's the best way to put it. It's it's not rigid at all, and it it, it lends itself and makes it very easy to listen to. Oh, yeah. you know? thanks. Yeah. I I think I just took it as like another when I was like coming up with what the copy would look like i was like oh this is another chance to get a fandom reference in in case we've derailed things a little bit uh because i wanted to leave space for between those uh quite because that is the part where it is most scripted is on the score recap and the transition everything else other than the introduction is is pretty free flow Mm -hmm. um 
the well, questions the, too. The, I would yeah, think. the questions. Yeah, the know, questions those are pre-prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I'm I'm almost entirely scripted. Uh, I've actually rehearsed these words and predicted what you were going to say. So I've actually I'm following this from a script right now. Good, um, good for you, because I can't even predict what I'm going to say <laughs> half the time. The so flow chart for the script, I- impeccable. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, but I initially just saw those as like an opportunity to put another fandom reference in. So for anyone who's listening to this, who's a huge fan of this thing, I want to let them know that I've spent at least two weeks in their world observing, consuming, watching. I'm making myself sound creepy, yeah. but like... Hence it's the, the accent. With the philosophy of being like a gate leaper uh, mm-hmm. is a wordplay on gatekeeper. Uh, mm-hmm. So we try and like leap between the communities and it ends up being me who does mm-hmm. a bunch of the research for it because I've got to make the questions mm-hmm. and write the copy and stuff like that. But it comes from a place of wanting to show I'm not disrespecting your fandom i've spent time in it i've like watched watched the media properties and then Mm -hmm. spent time in like the subreddit or a discord or something so that i like understand the language of this space a little bit yeah and i think that's one of the things like those little those little in between details the the point for me is yes narrative is wonderful and it has such a opportunity to impact our lives and we learn lessons and all of this stuff but these are fun worlds to play in and so making those transitions and those little details kind of just feels like we're still playing in the world. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're in Hogwarts right now. Uh, Dobby's calculated the scores. Or <laughs> yeah, basically things that I can say without breaching copyright. Yeah. To <laughs> for legal reasons. For legal, for, yeah, for, for legal reasons. Yeah. We keep coming back to that. It's the, I didn't want to make something where it's like, this is Harry Potter the game show. Mm-hmm. kind of i wanted it to be within the fandom of that within the world mm-hmm. of that what what yeah. is the fan response what is the everything like that well one of those did like a hogwarts game show and they, they showed did. it's not very good like it's Yikes. <laughs> yeah. I, I i really was so disappointed by that and i was like like these are some of the easiest fucking questions and the whole thing seems scripted yeah mm-hmm. no like you too. can all you can almost see like the loser knew he was gonna lose because they're like all right you're gonna lose you guys are gonna win and action like yes it was just bad no we don't we don't want any of that and also i remember when the trailer dropped for that i was like oh this is the first like other than actual British panel shows, this is the first like gate leapers adjacent piece of media that I've seen in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. And then I also watched it and it was bad. And I was like, oh, there's, that's nothing like what we're doing. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> it, it was like Helen Mirren was like in the wrong Harry Potter medium. It's like you yes. have, you are tailor made for this franchise. The fuck are you doing on this? Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. And I think a lot of people, if you're trying to make something for like the masses, I think a lot of people don't understand the depth of knowledge that fans have. Oh, yeah. About yes. their media yeah, properties. Yeah. And I think that's why I like that some of our games are lateral thinking or like improv based and stuff like that. Because if it's just straight trivia, you separate oh, the yeah. men from the boys so quick. And <laughs> it's just yeah. not fun for people like me who are just having fun. <laughs> Except for my space in which I know a lot. But in those other spaces. But it's also the audience, like, if you are, if, like, I'm both a podcaster and an audience for your show. So I'm, like, mm-hmm. l- like, I was listening to the one that you guys did with CJ, the 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 Black Panther one. Yes. And I was listening to it, and I was just, like, I, there was a, there was a portion where it was, like, 
uh, the Muppets versus like Black Panther pitch. Yeah. 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 And I remember it was like, it was super fucking late. And I was like, I, I fucking have a title for that. That like, no one's going to know. And I sent it to CJ at like five in the morning because I just couldn't get to sleep because yeah. I was up late sleeping you fucks. And, <laughs> and I sent him. I, no, no, no. Be, I, I have to listen like to a podcast like drift off. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. My wife is like woken up to hearing CJ yell our intro. <laughs> and I'm like fast asleep. And she's like, good morning, CJ. You fuck. Like, <laughs> so this is the text. I, I was searching for it. I'm like. I'm dozing in the Gate Leapers episode you did. You're doing great, but God damn it, I had a great title for that Muppet versus Black Panther pitch. Waka Wakanda Forever. Oh, perfect. Oh. That's perfect. That's so, and, then so I, and then I ended with, okay, good night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and that, you know, to your point, Audra, like if it was just straight trivia, you'd start separating like that, that mm-hmm. to your point of that, having that playing level in the playing field. I would actually give you a challenge Matt that and I don't know if you have to I wouldn't say do it regularly because I think it would destroy the overall format of your show but like as a one-off special find two people that have absolutely no knowledge of a fandom <laughs> and then put them throw them into one and just see if they can do it like see, yeah, see if they can fake an answer yeah exactly yes. like you, you know the, we occasionally do that where a guest comes on and they it's someone we've worked with before so they kind of get the vibe um, is it Jason <laughs> so you know what oftentimes it is jason yes and i guess i guess it for the team captains that is the case like for jason and audra mm-hmm. sometimes they have no knowledge of that fandom going yeah. into it and then they're a fucking liability to oh. the person they're working oh with. we 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 learned that the hard way on this universe <laughs> yeah. i love both of you guys but that was we rico and i we came off that one and went, okay, we 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 carried that one. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that and that's right. that's often yeah. the intention, but I think you're you're right. There is something in I guess we sort of got there with the we did the Avatar episodes that was like mm-hmm. uh this Airbender or or, oh, or Cameron. Of course, this is j- so we did James Cameron's. We did both. Uh right. the Airbender one was a very normal episode of Gate Leapers that was very fun and good. And then the other one was fun in a different way in that no one was a fan of it. <laughs> and so we were just approaching it from like, okay, what have we kind of picked up from various commercials for this franchise over the last mm-hmm. 15 years and like little Lego figures and cereal box things. But mm-hmm. we, we'd all kind of seen the first movie, but 12 years ago and not yeah. really. And so we flipped the script on that one and did this whole thing of like, no one really cares about this fandom. That's the joke. But <laughs> t- to your point, CJ, I think it would be good if, it's something that is generally well-respected, well-regarded, and no one is a fan of it. And we just like explore it together and try and build answers. I think there's something in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it would be interesting to see it. Or, or even if you just know that the individual, even if it's not like generally not well-liked, but just you know that the person you're going to, the people you're going to have on are yeah. not. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I didn't know that about the Avatar one, the, the the Cameron Avatar, that that's what you did with it, so I actually skipped it because I can't stand it, but knowing, knowing now... Then you'd like that episode. <laughs> right, which now, I'm actually very intrigued to go back and listen to it now, the knowing now what the what the format yes. going into that particular game was, so I, I do think I want to go back and listen to that for that reason, but um, I, I, I kind of brings me to a question I think I've been, I've been wanting, I definitely... To to kind of play your role a little bit, Matt. When I came into this one, 
I don't have a piece of paper in front of me. You guys can see me, so I don't have. But I did come into this with like certain kind of points that I wanted to at least hit. And mm-hmm. if, if the conversation spawned off, it does, it does. We know that. But I, I'm fine with that. But I am curious how – because Rico and I, when we do uh, an episode of Potescue, we, we, we will often talk. And, and for a long time, it was, okay, it's Monday. What are we doing next week? You know, And we would figure it out. And then that started kind of grating on me in a way that, like, it just became anxiety-driven. It wasn't even that I was angry or upset, but it was starting to, like, my anxiety levels were, like, going higher and higher. So we've started planning them out two, three, four weeks in advance. Um, And with the the understanding that if we have to pivot for some reason or if something— more intriguing happens to pop up then we can pivot into that you know whatever so it's not like once we say this is the thing we're doing on this date then god damn it this is it like we're not changing anything but but at least having that that planned out lowers my anxiety a little bit on top with with everything on so we we will sit down and say okay um like last year in 2022 we we started the year off as normal and ended up spending like a month on Keanu Reeves without even planning on it. Yeah. And and kind of started going, can we do a month every month for the next year of like each month is a topic and like we subdivide the month into the to the whatever. Mm-hmm. And we did it pretty successfully. I, I would say we hit ten out of twelve months. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say Rico, yeah. like collectively, if you you know, we, we pulled that off. But that also brought its own challenges as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think to, to what I was just going to say is I think, Rico, I think, Rico, by the end of the year, you were like, I don't want to do that again in 2023. <laughs> like, it was a good experiment. It was fun to try, but I don't want to do it, it again. Like, my whole thing was that, I mean, like, it, again, it has pros and cons. Mm-hmm. The hard thing about doing that is what, like, what, one, what is the theme going to be for this month? Two, does this theme make sense? For this month or it's just fuck it like you could do like well february is sort of you know the valentine's day you know one it's also his birthday month so we're like is there a way we could combine like romance films with like you know i'm making shit up where it's like we throw in love movies and also maybe like have a birthday scene in a movie and that required like a lot of excessive thinking then we had to like okay well we can pick movies that we normally would never have like lumped into a trilogy or a franchise or this movie is similar to this movie so we can at least have a discussion about it we were just like all right let's just fucking throw movies that go with this subject or this theme into this pile so it worked but there are some episodes where it's like well like we talked about like feather on the roof and rock of ages in the same episode no apart from them both being musicals they wouldn't work like on a whole together but because this theme we were doing like a whole month of musical shit we're like all right that works and again it had its benefits um i i don't think i'll never want to do it again but because now i'm still in that mindset of like thinking about it as a theme like every month they're like well Well, and Mm. And what, but what it also allowed us to do, Rico, and I think we've we've agreed to this too, unless I missed something, uh, is that 
it's allowed us to kind of hybrid that. So like if we have a month theme that we think, okay, this will be a good month, let's do it. But if we don't, we're not forced to say, okay, this month has to be a theme. Right. We can do four completely independent topics. Right. But if we also happen to say, oh, this would be a good theme month, let's do this as a theme for the whole month, we can do that. And I think that's actually helped evolve the show right. from where it was even an another step, maybe not in, in things like sound quality evolution, but evolution of content, which is equally as important as sound quality. And, you know, so I, I think no matter what, the one consistent month uh, that will be a theme would be like the month of October. Yeah. Yeah. Because and that's been a running thing for us pretty much from the it, beginning. It kind of was like the inspiration of, I mean, it was the Keanu run that we fucking did. And then it was also like, well, we fucking keep doing that for October, where it's like the entire month of October, horror movies, whether it's horror comedies or zombie flicks or Stephen King or whatever the fuck. It's such so, a wide-spanning genre that you really, yeah, you can consistently pull from it. There'll always be something new to do yeah. around spooky season. Yeah. yeah, True, but it is, like, not to throw CJ under the bus, but he is not a horror fan uh, by okay. any stretch. Oh, yeah, me like, either. <laughs> I just know it's a big genre. <laughs> like, he, here, here's a little probable background scoop for our listeners. Come next October... CJ will. Uh, this was. You're gonna do this. I, you're gonna do this. Well, I'm. I'm. I'm okay. putting it on the audio so that, like, I mean, I know. So that I have to do it, basically. <laughs> yes. Um, and I don't give a fuck that we all have three different audios. We're gonna fucking like send to you and shit. It's all gonna be on all three. <laughs> yep. So, CJ had come to me and said, "Well, I just know at some point we're gonna talk about the Halloween franchise. The big running joke is that he hates." The original nineteen eighty. So yeah, so so Halloween. to to get to get to give you two some background, just in case, I know you, I wouldn't have expected you to go back and listen to all two hundred and twenty nine or two hundred and thirty episodes that we've done up to this point. Back the first around the first Halloween that Rico and I were doing the show together, he said to me, he "Goes, dude, you should you should watch the old one because I'd never seen it because I had zero interest in watching it because again, I just don't like that genre, so I had no interest in ever seeing it." But Rico was like, "You should watch that one, and then I'll watch." The, there was a new one, the 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 new one, the the what was it? Not twenty eighteen one was coming out like that same month. So he's like, "You watch the old one, I'll watch the new one. We'll come together, we'll compare notes, and and kind of bridge that gap, for lack of a better phrase." And I was like, "Yeah, all right, fine." I said, "I can, I can." I'm thinking to myself, "It's one movie. It's an hour and a half. I can stomach but this for an hour." There and was half, more to that. I was like, "You like John Carpenter's films?" I do. This, I do. I'm a okay. big fan of like escape. The I lo I love the escape movies and and the, those that are his as well. Just as just to give some. I context. was like, "It's also not a gory film. It's all suspense and like it, mm. the music is a huge like I lay it on really thick." Yes, yeah. you did. And I was also at the time working at a video store, so my jobs. My sole, like, job required was to, was to be able to recommend movies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he comes back to me <laughs> the day of recording and being like, one of the worst movies I've ever fucking seen in my life. I hated it. I didn't think it was scary. I didn't think it was good. I thought it was dumb. I, yeah. I spent most of that movie laughing, like, at it. Not... not you know, yeah. like I, I saw it as a comedy. Like it was, it was, and it's, and I, you, you can literally hear Rico's heart break on the recording. Like yeah. his heart just breaks on the recording. Like he expected me to love this. Maybe not love it like he does, but at least like enjoy it. it. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and we could have this real serious discussion about the two. We ended like, up not the... talking about the new one. It was me just like trying to convince <laughs> him that much. he was wrong. Yeah. Like, 
And which he still hasn't, by the way. I, I gave up. I really honestly fucking gave up, but it became yeah. like a whole new bit. Where, like, everybody, even our fans would, like, throw out, like, oh, you know, just like CJ's hatred for Halloween. I'm like, oh, will yes. you fucking get over it? Like, I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better. It doubled down when I told him that I liked the Rob Zombie one. Right. <laughs> just salt I, in the so, wound. Yeah. Salt in the yeah, wound. Basically, basically, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I had my own issues with the franchise because I am a fan and that's what we do. And, but, like, I, I kept, like, would watch, a, like, a Halloween movie. I'm like, I bet CJ fucking would like this piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's the whole thing is, like, he'll not like the fucking good ones. Like, the only other semblance of a Halloween film that he's like, well, I think I saw one with fucking Busta Rhymes. And I'm like, that's not a good one, goddammit. <laughs> I got I got drugged to a theater for that. So I didn't voluntarily go to that. Like, oh, I was okay. out with friends and, like, we're going to see this movie. And it, we're all literally bigger than me because... Everybody is, so they like <laughs> close, basically physically lifted me and carried me into the theater and sat me in the chair. Like it was not. So the whole point to this is that he came to me one time. Is like, well, I just assumed that we would like next Halloween we will do a whole deep dive yeah. of every single Halloween film, and I was floored. I was like, are you really? Well, and and the logic behind that is because you know, like you know, we're having fun, we're laughs, we're having laughs, and, and nothing that he said is inaccurate. But I've also, <laughs> on a co- a couple of occasions, have looked at things that are for the betterment of the show and said, okay, like regardless of my take on it, this is what's good for the show. Mm. Yeah. Um, a good example of that is Joker, the the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. I was staunchly against ever watching that movie because without necessarily getting into a whole discussion about it, we can, but is that I'm very adamant about the Joker doesn't need a name and he doesn't need a backstory. Like, that's the that's the great thing about that character is you know nothing and he's just insane. He just wants chaos for chaos and that's all there is to it. You don't need more. You don't need to know how he got there. Like, I didn't mind that, like, Heath Ledger would tell that story because you knew it was all bullshit. Yeah. Like, when you were watching The Dark Knight and he's talking about, you want to know how I got these scars and he would go into it, you knew it was all horseshit. So mm-hmm. it didn't matter that he was telling the story. But when you're watching Joker, it, I, I just from what I had seen prior to watching it, it was like you're going to go in and you're going to get this entire backstory on how he gets there. I don't want that. I don't want that to be a thing. I don't want that to exist. And then what came out, Rico, that triggered me to say it? It was, oh, it was the Batman. It was Pattinson's Batman. And I'm like, we don't have a choice now. It, w- yeah. it was a little bit of everything because we had we were still doing the theme thing where it was like, we, let's do a like a movie about Superman. Let's do one about the Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn trilogy, which we include the Suicide Squads. We have to do the Batman. And then it was and then he <laughs> well, I, I kind of said, ah, oh, fuck, I have an idea. And he's just like, what? And I'm like, you're never going to do it. And I, it's fine. And it, and I just sat there silent for like we didn't rec- we weren't recording but if there had been a recording it would probably have been like thirty seconds of silence and I'm just sitting there and I'm trying to come up with a reason and I don't have one yeah to yeah. say no and, and and his response he like took a leaf out of my book he was like fuck it let's do it I'm like really okay like I'm gonna say yes before you change your fucking mind yeah and 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 spoilers for those who haven't heard the episode it turned out I actually rather liked it because they do something i don't know if you two have seen have you two seen I've it i've not seen the new mm-hmm. batman no. okay so no no we're talking no, about no, the joker. The new batman joker. Oh, joker? We're talking about joker no, i haven't seen that either and it for different annoying reasons in that i was like <laughs> I, I saw the trailer for it i was like oh it's martin scorsese's king of comedy but with 
a guy in clown makeup. So I was like, I don't need to see this movie because I've already seen it. That's word for word how I described it. Oh, that's was, exactly I was, how I was like, it's, yeah, yeah. it's King of Comedy, it's Taxi Driver if you covered it in grease paint. Like, it's yeah. really what there it we is. Go. Which is not a bad thing. No, it's still uh-uh. a great concept and premise, but yeah. it's, it's happened already. Yeah. So, so I, I won't spoil it just in case you ever decide to watch it. If maybe this yeah, conversation yeah. inspires you, I don't know, whatever. But they do a thing at the very end of the movie that, for me, makes the rest of it okay. All right. Mm-hmm. The, 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 it, 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 it took that one fear that I have and completely erased it. Not in a that I don't still have that concern, but they they were able to take they uh, that erased it. They answered it. It's yeah. probably the better was way it to a put bit it. Of they like, answered was it a bit of self awareness on their part or something. Was it like a bit of ac- acknowledgement of something to the audience? Uh, no. no, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that way. It was just the way they 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 set it off at the end. Now right. now to 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 and I'm trying to do this without spoiling it for you. That's yeah, really yeah, yeah. where I'm 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 at. But the thing that's pissing me off now is not anything about that movie but the fact that they're going to make a sequel to this and they're making right. it a musical and i'm okay. like no no and i'm i'm as staunch they well i in in some degree look do i think that joker movie the one that i do like needed to be a thing and exist no i don't i still to this day don't think they should have made it however having now watched it and seen like i said this thing that i'm being you know, very uh, uh, high level about on purpose, I at least can say, okay, it's a thing that exists and there's a reason that it can exist and it can kind of play. It's I'm, I'm kind of okay with this. Mm-hmm. Where, I, no, I don't need a musical with Harley. No, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't need a musical Joker. I just don't. I mean, when you're going to have Lady Gaga play Harley Quinn... I don't even have a problem with that. If you're going to make it a musical and you're going to do Harley Quinn, then yes, you need Lady Gaga to play that role. I mean, that I'm fine with. The casting, I don't have a problem with. I have a problem with the overall concept. It's existence in general. <laughs> right. And if you're going to do a musical and you're going to cast someone, like, I would have been more, listen, I love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. You know I do, Rico. I've talked about that multiple times. Yeah. I'm a fan. But if they if they had casted her in that film, in this, this supposed musical to play Harley, I'd been like, no. Right. Mm. You know, and that's not because of her, but you need a Lady Gaga if you're going to do this insanity that they're planning to do. Like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the whole point is that it is pure insanity. Like, that's the thing about the Joker is that. Be, look, yeah. Let me put it this way: if this was an episode of Batman the Animated Series, you wouldn't bitch. But because it's going to be a live action thing, I don't know. <laughs> what I think is more likely is that you're upset that they're making a sequel is because it does kind of unwrite the ending the of, thing the, that, of the first yeah, one. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. It absolutely the unwrites the thing. That you got yeah, from the it, end of it that, runs a major risk of being undone. No, yeah. it doesn't risk. It, it doesn't does. run a risk. It, 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 it just does. does. <laughs> yeah. So for me, from the um, sounds of this upcoming one, I'm going to need a third before I would like it. If they did a third one that was like a sci-fi space romp, and it was like, uh-huh. oh, the so whole you want point... you want a you you want a steampunk Joker movie? Sh- Is that well, what you're telling me? I want them to be self-aware that they know that they're genre hopping on purpose in order, <laughs> in order to be as ridiculous as possible. So okay. Me, it goes okay. back around. Yeah, like when they <laughs> announce like the 1950s pulp adventure Joker, I'll be like, oh, okay, you're doing a bit. I understand now. 
It's chaos for the gotcha. sake of chaos. Like Rico. the Joker well, in space, just like one yeah. small leap for holy fuck. Where am I? <laughs> I mean, they did it with Jason. Why not Joker? Um, yeah, that's true. You it's know, true. that's Jokerettes. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, th- that does bring me back to the question I started 10, 20 minutes yes. ago at this point. But no, but I'm glad we went. It was a great conversation. But I want to know how. You got a little insight on how we do our, how we decide our fandoms. How yeah. do you decide what fandom is next on Gate Libra? How do you, how do you, is is it solely on your guests that you're going to have on, or do you pick the fandom and then try to f- fill in the guests to go with the fandom? Um, just before we answer this question, could we take a five minute break? All right. So fresh off drink refills. Uh, I think we're ready to pick up with the what I, the question I asked you. But Matt, I have to ask before we get into that. Yes. Because I saw you carry the beer back in. I have to ask what you're drinking. Oh, this is a, a juicy haze IPA from Weldworks Brewing. Not okay. sponsored. Okay. <laughs> Not sponsored. Yeah. For, <laughs> for legal for reasons. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm not a maybe maybe a different discussion on a, a side maybe maybe we'll do a bonus side thing sometime maybe for your Patreon or whatever but <laughs> uh, no because I'm a big Rico will tell you I'm a big beer person like oh, he you. he he'll drink a beer and he'll drink a whiskey or whatever but I I love my whiskeys I love my beers and I can certainly get into a conversation so if you ever wanted to without the history portion of it wanted to revive a one-off drinkopedia yeah. thing i'm i'm in to have that conversation but anyway to the question i asked please how do you how do you determine your fandom yes uh well i guess it's sort of changed as the as the years have gone by we're about to start year three of the podcast which for the first time we have planned it all in advance mm-hmm. roughly like We've got some. We we've got some. Yeah, we've got some like maybes, happen. and like right. if a better idea comes along, we'll pivot to that. But we've, got, I'd say, half of the, of the episodes that we have planned for the year are like locked. That this is what we want to do. Um, for some in the first half of the year, it's like this is who we want to do it with. And yeah, we've. I mean, you were talking earlier about like when you were talking about planning your stuff and then thinking like having the themed months and stuff like that. In terms of like an active production, we're like always a couple of episodes ahead in the sense that we've got like, we've always got one recorded that's like ready to go out and then one that is about to be recorded that sort of fortnight, that two week period. And then one in that same period, I'm writing the next one and also contacting the people for the one after that, which would be recorded in like a month's time. So it's like this Mm -hmm. whole production train of there are always like four or five in the works at various stages of of production uh what on any given sort of our episodes are released every two weeks instead of every week because it would be a nightmare to try and do this every week (laughs) um the amount of work you put in i would never one week like wild do you, two weeks do you, not 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 to interject but do you, and i'm not asking you to tell if the answer is yes to this i'm not asking you for specifics because i i don't share mine so i wouldn't ask you to do the same but do you also work a 40 hour do you work a standard day job oh, in, me, a, in addition no no not a, not a standard day job no so i got i've got the okay. space and time to sort of okay. noodle with stuff like this um yeah the the t- the two yeah the t- when in any two week period there's like five episodes on the go in in various stages mm. um unfortunately i'm fortunate enough where i can have the space and time to to do that so mm-hmm. sure no i was just curious i didn't know you know if cuz uh Regal will tell you like i i i juggle all 40 hour work week 
and I'm doing Potaskew, and I don't know if you two are aware of this. Rico knows this, and our audience knows this because we've talked about it on the show, but I've picked up another show. I'm actually doing another bi-weekly show. Yeah. I, you it, mentioned uh, this to me for sure. Did I mention? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'm doing, you know, and the the and it's it's a companion podcast to the radio show that I do twice a week. So like, like I needed more plates to spin, yeah. but you know, I, I I did it to myself. But you know, so I was just wondering because I I would I'm I'm already impressed with what you do, but I would have been even more impressed if you were doing that and juggling yeah. like yeah. you know a standard forty hour Gosh. work week in the middle of it. I can you know, barely so. be a guest, like be a captain. <laughs> with a 40-hour work week. So, good on. Good on you. That's a lot of work, man. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but how do you get to your fandoms, though? Like, that's yeah. what I'm curious about. Is yeah. how- so, it's a little bit... I mean, the first year, we just sort of did what we wanted um, <laughs> as we were yeah. figuring out the I like format. this. Let's do this one. Yeah, so there's there's <laughs> a lot of stuff in that first year that, like, either myself or Audra or Jason are fans of specifically. There's probably not anything in that first year that neither of us are a fan of Mm -hmm. and then year two we were like making a conscious effort for like things that we aren't fans of or things that we used to like but maybe haven't spent as much time in anymore where we're gonna sort of dip our toe outside of our familiar waters a little bit um and then with this year in year three we kind of looked at seo a little bit we kind of Mm -hmm. played around with okay what's releasing at what times what could we release an episode of that there will be this game show in the algorithm that lines up with the release of, say, well, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and do a Guardians of the Galaxy and, Marvel thing. And you did that with Thor Love and Thunder last yes. year, if I yeah, recall. We did. You, you, did, you did that, um, which which also was really impressive. Just getting to your thought about like your individual fandom very quickly is that I found really interesting. The thing that I found really intriguing about listening to that one was... Audra, you not really being a Thor MCU fan, <laughs> but but being a Norse mythology yeah. fan and looking at it from that. No, no, but I found that to be really intriguing that you were bringing that side of this mm-hmm. to to this this bigger overall well off of the the mythology fandom of of Thor. I mean, there's some parts I'm sure are pretty accurate. The Venn diagram has a lot of overlap. In the sense of, like, this is a space place, but, like, Heimdall and the Bifrost, these are all characters who have similar... Well, right. characters or things within the mythology no, I know have what you mean. some yeah, yeah. overlap majorly. I think it served yeah. me well. I didn't feel like I was drowning. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I don't think you drowned at all. And uh, But it was really intriguing. And, and Matt, to your, to your credit, knowing that going into it, you, you wrote some questions that were more mythology spun than... than MCU spun, which yes, I, I, it's actually one of my favorites that you guys have done that we weren't a part of in any capacity. Is just because you bridge that gap. Well, no, because I know it sounds, you know, it's just assumed that we enjoyed the ones we were on. I did, even if I lost the one or both of them. <laughs> you're actually, you're, but you're you part know. of the experience. You experienced it in real time. Therefore, exactly. it's going to be more fun. It, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You lived the fun but, first. First hand. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. So, but when you when you when you bridge that gap and you take those two worlds and kind of blend them together, I found that to be really an interesting thing. And I know that's not going to be something you can do every episode. That would be a, an, an almost an impossible task. Mm. But but when you have the opportunity to do it, and you were able to do it that one, and I hope you do it again in the future with something else. Yeah, it'll be real. It it it's, it was re- it was really an interesting one to hear, and 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 it was actually the one I think I learned the most from. 
yeah. because of that Venn diagram thing that you're talking about, Audra, where you were able to, you were able to like, even just within your answer, sometimes you were able to say, okay, well, no, that's not how it would have been in the mythology, but I think it's blah, 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 whatever your answer was. Reverse you know, engineer. I, 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 exactly. The right exactly. answer out of something. Yeah, it was really, it was really intriguing. I, so I always try and link it to other areas of culture because I'm, yeah. I have this like naive belief that a monoculture still exists, like it did in the 20th century, where everyone talked about the same things and things like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware that now everyone's in their own pockets and spheres and fandoms, and sometimes that means spending like 90 percent of all media consumption time within that fandom and not really mm -hmm. leaping outside of it. Uh, to use my own terrible branding. Um, but I, I, because I naively believe in that idea that there's power in us talking about like everyone being a casual fan of everything so that there's more to talk about. There's more discussions that can be had, more can be learned, more can be experienced. I kind of try and bring that into the episodes of all you have to be is like, be aware of this thing to be able to listen to the episode because I will mm -hmm. hopefully be able to link it to other pockets of culture throughout the episode, either through the games or the conversation, or even sometimes like the muses that the guests bring, it like will be something that's completely out of it, but connected just by a thread. That's enough for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, and I think that's, that's really what's interesting about when you do those openings, when you talk about the fan, you know, you, you talk about the muses and then you talk about, you know, uh, typically you ask for something you don't like about the fandom, but I don't think that's always the question. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, but see, first year, we definitely asked that every time. Second year, it was like guest dependent and stuff. And then now third year, I'm thinking of dropping it uh, altogether. Even though I kind of like it as a as a format point, it's like I'd, ra I'd rather have more time for games and I don't want the podcast to overrun. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, and if, if if it's from that perspective, I I can totally respect where you're coming from, but I would also say that I think that as a listener, it it made it it gave me perspectives sometimes on the ones that I've heard yeah. that I didn't that I didn't always think of, you know. So so maybe if you don't always just ask for a negative, but just ask, tell me something about the fan, tell me something yeah. quick about the fandom or something to that effect. You know, I'm not trying to tell you how to do your show, but. But, no, but like but it's, allow a, it. it's like a, a, the idea of like a soapbox, right? Like if maybe it should be this kind of thing of you have two minutes to soapbox about whatever you would want to soapbox about this fandom, go. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and then you, I mean, it, it, uh, you know, going back to the one that we were on for the Ask Universe, like that really, you gave me an outlet that I hadn't really been willing to broach on Potescue, at least up to that point. I think we've done it since, but that that dislike of where the fandom has gone with mm. Kevin's world. Like it, it, it's we had touched you know. on it on another show because that was the whole point of the episode was yeah. the good and the bad and the ugly of fandom. So it was an opportunity for us to acknowledge that like every fandom has got its issues, good mm. and bad. Yes. But <clears throat> yeah, but we hadn't really kind of stuck the fork in the Kevin Smith world at that point you know we were talking more generalized and i'm i'm gonna go on the leap and say like we have yeah. we have like talked about that fandom from time to time and we've even specifically talked about the the page that we met on and then unbeknownst to us there were like admins and moderators that were like hearing that shit mm -hmm. didn't like what we were saying 
They stopped allowing our posts. Yeah, they were kind of sabotaging us in the background, yeah. and we were unaware. And it got to the point where, like, some of the admins of the of the Facebook group reached out to us because we were like, "Well, fuck you guys! Like, what did we do to you? We sure. met on the show for the for forever. We were always name dropping that show or the the page and and praising it. Mm-hmm. And you did it tonight. <laughs> yeah, and then. They got back to us and they were like, all right, look, we, we respect you guys. It's someone else. And we know who it is. And we're not going to, yeah, we're not going to throw them under the bus. But, but we, but know. it re, that in particular hurt us because we're like, this is somebody that we thought was supporting us in the background. Mm. We considered a friend. And then they were like sabotaging us. And they had never gone to us and been like, yo, you guys need to like, like stop or I don't like something that you said or whatever. It, like within it, we've ne- to this day they've never approached us and said we didn't like X, Y, or and, and until or thirty seconds ago, I've never publicly acknowledged that we know who it is because we're like yeah, we, we were like uh, we're, we're respectful to the other people that told us. But you know what? Fuck it. Like it's a new year. Let's start new grudges. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and in that same vein, let's talk about where we all kind of intersect. Now, for legal reasons, let's change. <laughs> let's change the name. I propose. Um, I was gonna. No, I'm. A, I'm okay with saying the name of the place. I'm not gonna say the names of the individuals. That's kind of where my. Brain I was is. gonna throw out dickheads, but you know. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's. It, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, I like dickheads. I, I like that as a, it, as a yeah, name. It. It's apropos. Yeah. Um. But we, we, we were all on the same network, unbeknownst to ourselves, yes. because they literally brought everybody in the planet onto that network yeah. in like a 10-day window. And I think part of the intention, other than the shitty little Twitter message groups, I think part of the intention was to keep everyone separate so that no mm-hmm. one really got an idea as to the con that was going on. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think we were in this because at one point they had grouped off the shows, the different shows into like genres. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and and we had like there was like a a, a rotation of um uh you were supposed to like rotate through your promos for that yes. group yeah, that yeah. you were assigned to. That's right. And I think we ended up in the same group like very briefly, and then you guys fucked off think, and just yeah. left. I think so because that but, was one of the. It was when they started doing things because I. It was when they were like silent about everything. I was like, "Fine, we're part of a podcast network. Whatever." They're acquiring more people, but we don't have to change our show or do anything different. We'll just wait for them to get us sponsorship, and then Mm -hmm. we'll do that sponsorship. Yeah. But then, when after like six months to a year of inactivity, they suddenly started getting very active about stuff and organizing it in ways that I'd never seen a media company structured, but using all of the language of a media company, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, I need to actually confront these guys on this. And so we had like a long, a long call with them. Like it was about yeah. an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Rico, does this sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> same, same bullshit, different smell. Yeah. Yeah. God, God I didn't mean to interrupt you, no, but it's no. just ironic. I, I think I got a little a little triggered in that call specifically because I am a young woman of a specific age bracket to where the number of people who have tried to get me to do MLMs, yeah. like <laughs> sell, sell this thing to your friend, multi-level marketing. Like you should sell this to your friends. If you bring in X number of people, then there was just a lot of those red flags that were coming up. And I was just like, oh, I can't, I can't do that. I'm not going <laughs> to. <Right. laughs> 
Like, I'm not going through this again. I didn't. I didn't come to this lunch for that purpose. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 I, I and I do very well with confrontation. I love it. I love a bit of confrontation. It's about the most real experience on this planet. You host a panel show, of course you do. I mean, let's be real. That's my healthy outlet for it. Um, yeah. I so I was like, yeah, let's absolutely have a call. So again, I won't I won't mention another name, but there was another podcaster yeah. who was like feeling similar things to us, who yeah. we were friends with, and so we hopped on the call like it was myself, Audra, Jason, and this other podcaster, mm-hmm. and I just sort of called them out on their actions in a sort of like questioning way of like, well, usually when a media company declares, okay, you will now market this product in exchange for very minimal ad revenue. They also offer developmental uh, services. They will also, if you're part of a network, they will also develop you under an umbrella. A network is not just advertising. It's also, it's mentorship, it's leadership. It's it's the reasons that we were sold on doing this to begin with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Are the reasons that are conspicuously absent in every way, shape, and form. Which is why until marketing things came into it, I was like, hap- I was fine with them not really doing anything because I was like, oh, well, we get to say we're part of a network. That's good yeah. marketing for us. Right. Right. Um, but then as soon as they started asking things of us and we weren't getting anything in return, I was like, what's your background? Who are you? Tell me about you. And they basically had no history in the media industry at all before this they were as much of an amateur as the rest of us were, except they were the ones who were herding the sheep. And it was kind of like, well, hang on a minute. If you don't know about this thing, what is your background? And it turns out their background was gambling. And that's like how they got the money to start this initially. I didn't even know that, Rico. That's news to us. It makes a lot of fucking sense. They were gambling with all of us. Does. The, yeah, yeah, the only yeah. thing he could say that he'd done professionally was poker playing. That was the only thing that he felt comfortable mm-hmm. saying that he had done on a professional level. Does not That did not sit well with my, is this multi-level marketing <laughs> <laughs> senses? Yeah, I, I can imagine, Audrey, for sure. So then after that call, we were just like, all right, well, we're out then. This is our mm-hmm. two weeks notice or whatever the fuck even though they weren't official or anything they still wanted a two weeks notice yeah it just wasn't for us what what did it for us was the non-compete clause Mm. i don't know if you guys got to that point Mm. but we gotta we gotta we we'd signed our initial contract and then our contract was coming up for renewal Mm. and they sent out new contracts to everybody they apparently basically shredded everybody's pre-existing contract yeah whether it was due or not and said, here, we've got new contracts for you all to sign starting effective whatever date you sign it, you know. Mm. And they send it out, and I, I don't have a number, but I wonder how many people were just like, oh, okay, whatever, put the signature on it and send it back. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Rico will tell you that I, I, I'm i no lawyer um, by any means. I don't even play one on TV, but <laughs> I, but I... I know enough to read some shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, now to a degree, because like nobody reads the fucking Apple terms of service. Yes. Like you just cycle through and you hit accept. But, but like when it comes to something like this, I'm gonna read. Yeah, the shit, definitely. You yeah. know what I mean. And so I read through it, and I got through like ninety, ninety five percent of it. I'm like, all right, don't love this, but it's okay. It's whatever. It's, it was a lot of the stuff you you already know from mm. from the one you guys had signed. I'm sure. And then I get to the last paragraph, and it says, if you leave under any circumstances, you cannot join another media network for a year. A year? And I went, what? 
no, 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 no. And I, I called Rico and I was like, did you read the thing yet? And he goes, well, I'm kind of, you know, because I, I just don't think you had gotten to it yet. So I'm not even like shitting on it. I, had, I just don't think you had gotten I, it. At that moment, I was skimming it because, yeah. because we both mm-hmm. got it at the same time. He just read, he read and understood it a whole lot faster. So while he's like, I know what this says, I'm mm-hmm. like having my wife and my brother who did go to law school. I like sent him the thing. I'm like, yeah, I know this is not the law you studied, but you went to law school. Help me the fuck out. And yeah. he read it and he, and he was like heading me up with text. And he's like, this means this. Are you okay with that? I'm like, yeah, that's fine. As long as CJ's okay with that, I'm okay with that. And then I hadn't gotten to the end. CJ drops the ball on me and I was like, I'll be right back. And I hit up my brother. I said, here's the final clause for that contract. I need your opinion. He's like, that hobbles you. That means you can't do jack shit. Yeah. Like you will not make any money for a year. Because unless you are, unless you get it like through a Patreon or something independent, or people just we, we could advertise, but you had we would have had to get it on our own. Right, we couldn't have gotten it from anyone. Yeah. So like, if we got, for example, like Manscaped, and I'm pulling that out of thin air, but if we'd gotten Manscaped, it would have had to been Manscaped coming directly to Potoskew and right. saying, "Hey, we want to advertise on your show." But it made us think that there would have been like a like if some if we had reached out to somebody and they were like, "Oh, absolutely, we can't represent you or we can't work with you because of the media network." They have a clause. Like there were more questions and uncomfortable like yeah. nuances that we were like this is now. Like before I was I w- I felt safe. Then I was like I don't feel safe. Like yeah. yeah. So we reached we reached out much like you did and said let's have a conversation and we sat down and we didn't ask the questions that you asked but we got into that clause specifically yes. like that's mm-hmm. where I focused my my attention yeah. was like this is bullshit we need to talk this out because if we don't talk this out we're walking away right now mm-hmm. we're not signing this we're not signing this thing and we talked through it and like I got them to admit they phrased it wrong because they originally was right. the way it was written the way no the way it was written was like if you leave for any reason whether you're fired or you decide to walk away you're just out you can't do anything for a year right and I got them to admit that no 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 if if they tell you to leave then you're free to go do whatever but if you walk away on your own then you're tied into the clause. wow okay which was no less comforting no, 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 but it, but at least but at least defined it. It was a little yeah. more defined. It was too vague for my comfort level. I mean, it wasn't comforting to begin with, but it was a little too vague for my comfort level to start with. And that's kind of where I the wanted. The fact that they changed, not necessarily change the meaning on the fly, but like imply Assigned. a new meaning on the fly is um, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. We, 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 we even said like, if you're gonna fucking, if we're gonna sign anything, we need a new draft. Yeah. Of- well, right, and then, and then. And then we also got them to we got them to agree for us to shorten it from a year to six months. Where right, like the yeah. longest we're willing we're willing to be tied up for this if we do this is six months after the fact. Mm-hmm. And they agreed to do it. And this was a Friday. I remember distinctly this was a Friday afternoon we had this conversation, and they said we'll have a new one for you by Monday. Right. We got a new one three months later. <laughs> that sounds right based yeah. on the communications we had with them. So by that point, Rico and I said to Rico, I said, dude, let's. No, fuck this. Yeah. Let's just not, let's not. And and so we didn't and we la- and we just didn't sign it. And and then I got <laughs> I I I made a mistake and fucked us pretty hard, unfortunately. Um so if for if you remember they had a hosting thing. I don't know if you took advantage yeah. of it, but we did. Yeah, we did as well. 
What I didn't know enough about at the time was 702 redirects. Right, yes. See, so when we left, so so what I can tell, I'll say this much because I don't think I'm, for, for while still protecting the vagueness that we were trying to keep, I can say this part. They were hosting on Transistor. Yes. Mm-hmm. We liked, when we transitioned, no pun intended, but when we transitioned <laughs> sure. over to Transistor, mm-hmm. we I liked that format. Rico, to, to, doesn't have anything to do with the upload or any of that kind of stuff. That's that's all me, and that's just the thing that he and I. That's, yeah, 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 That's yeah. our dynamic. I, I come up with the title usually. That's that's my yeah. contribution. Is I'm like I have something witty. Uh, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I but I do all the upload and and storage and all that kind of thing, and I just didn't know enough about it. So when we decided to make the decision before we informed them, I set up a transistor account of our own. And was like, okay, and it, it the way it read was that the login that we had was still accurate. So it just it felt like it just transferred ownership from them to us. Yes. But that everything else was still there. So I didn't do a seven oh two redirect. Right. So you lost everything so then they contact me and say did you set up a new thing because we told him we were going to leave and whatever Mm -hmm. and then about a week later he hit me up and he's like did you find a new place so we can shut off the feed for our our thing which makes sense they're going to want to do that i have no problem with them wanting to do that that's that's whatever Mm -hmm. and i said yeah we're good to go and he does it and i i had already uploaded it was a sunday like today so i and sunday's usually my edit to your point about like how you have a couple throughout the week it like cycles through for what you're doing yep. with gate leapers mm-hmm. pot askew the normal procedures we record like we're doing right now next sunday i will wake up and i will edit this one and we will get a, we will connect and record the next yes. episode that's yeah. usually the the cycle so i had edited the episode that was due to come out in like three hours or whatever it was at that point and it was ready to go and uploaded into Transistor. But what I didn't realize, it was still into their feed, not realizing how that all operated. So I say to that person, yeah, I got a new thing. We're good to go. He goes, good. I'm going to turn you guys off. Which, again, all makes perfect sense. Like, it didn't feel – it wasn't a threat. It wasn't anything like that. It was just like we're, we're severing this relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. They do it. I log in and everything is gone. Yep. All of it is just gone. Now, fortunately, I have them all – on a hard drive. Good. Mm-hmm. The thing that sucked, and Matt, you—I assume you being the tech guy for Gate Leapers, mm-hmm. you'll probably understand. All the show descriptions and titles yep. didn't come with that. Yep. Oh. So I had to retitle two hundred or a hundred and forty some odd episodes at that point. Yeah. I think it was, and I had to do it in like three hours time. Like I'm like yeah. rapidly. Oh man, it was it was it was hell. And so I now know about that redirect thing, and I I know in the future to do that. And no. we have transitioned twice since then. Yeah. So I I've, mm-hmm. I've not lost stuff. Our, good God. No, our like leaving them they left us in the dark so much with how to get it off of transistor um may- maybe it's because i'd called them very unprofessional within the phone call that we had with them um I so told they-, them they didn't know how to do math yeah oh yeah that, that was a good line <laughs> i enjoyed that <laughs> mine was probably a little bit more sad <laughs> so so i i will say that just briefly we were much more diplomatic in the way that we left that yeah, conversation yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. and i understand uh, we protecting that, that but we, yeah we we began that way but it was I mean, and you highlighted it in the way that they were talking to you and even the audacity to bring up a no-compete a no clause when they when they offer nothing. They, they don't offer 
anything to you. It's- no, but that's that's the thing. In that call, they did. They were talking about dumping like ten grand into Potescu. What the? He- but it's obvious that's bullshit. We know that's bullshit. Like, well, we know it's bullshit now, but yeah, at the time yeah. we were like, okay. Well, we know, suspected so- it was bullshit. Be like, you want to put ten grand into us? Yeah, that feels good as a hypothetical, mm-hmm. but. But it was also like Mike was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Then yes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Well, like we we're not like Spotify sponsored. Like we we know what we are. Yeah. We're not Joe Rogan. Yeah. Okay, we're, let's get it. We're right. a couple <laughs> of chuckleheads that like, all right, let's talk about this for a yeah. fucking week. We're not anything special. I mean, I've I say we're special, but I also say there's kind of a zillion other versions of us out there sure, because the we talk podcasting. Exactly. That's a good thing and a bad thing. Yes. So yeah. like like everybody everybody's a fucking, you know, snowflake. Yeah, everybody melts too. So we all have that thing in common where yeah. like we're we're unique but we're also not. Yeah. So yeah, the- I, I, I do think I do think in some ways we are, and I think there are a lot of ways that I think we are better. And I'm not saying not to be cocky. I'm saying that in that we've put into oh, work you're better than Dickheads there. Media yes. Network. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't mean that. I just meant the specific shows. But sure, well, do, yeah, just com- the topic at hand, and we'll we'll say Dickheads. We'll say that's the name of the company because I, en- I enjoy down with that. that. Um, <laughs> God, I've got so many more frustrations. Just event. I don't know how much your listeners actually want to. <laughs> How, how do they approach you? Like, how do they pitch you? Because we're very curious. How, because we they pitched us very specifically. But they didn't. They also didn't pitch us at first, too. To be fair, they, true. But when we had that initial talk, the first talk yeah. with such and such, it was like they knew how to wow us. They were talking yeah. about how they listened to our early shows. They were making references to our early shows. And shit yes. like that. And I was like... And then it, there was a lot of, we're big fans of Kevin, and we know you are too, and we think we could collaborate on that kind of stuff yeah. and make a big special out of it and all kinds of... Yeah. You know, like, they really were okay. hitting all the talking points. I think with, with us, it was all via text. It was all, like, message within via Twitter and stuff. Mm. So we might have been part of, like, the second or third wave of, like, acquiring podcasts as quickly as possible, which is what they were seemingly trying to do. Yeah. So I, I, I can tell you that I know for a fact, because you bring up a very valid point, Matt, in the wave thing, right? Mm-hmm. I know someone was initial wave. Mm-hmm. They were, they were that, 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 that media company started with 10 shows. Okay. 10 you, shows, that was could it. You, I mean, I don't know what we can say. Uh, what Which shows were in that core 10 shows? I don't know all of them. The only one I know is it rhymes, it sounds similar to Super Mario Brothers, if you can kind of put that together, if you know the show I'm talking about. It sounds similar to Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, I know the one you mean then, yeah. Okay, they were in that group, but I don't know the remainder. I know they were part of that, but I don't know the remainder shows. Right, 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 right. Okay. I know that in that second, so that group had a had a, a Facebook chat actually. Okay. Of of all ten, and they're still in that group. the 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 guy that runs Dickheads keeps forgetting to remove them, so he's that that show is still getting updates about what's wow. happening over there. Also, the yeah. guy who run, the guy who runs Dickheads, there was two of them, but the guy who ha- actually had the podcast, that was a dog shit podcast, and I really don't often say that about <laughs> podcasts because I think. I think I had never listened to it, so I can't. Speak I, I mean, to it, I did because I was like, I. It was one of the alarm bells. Honestly, was like it. It was almost like there was no passion, love, or energy put into it at all. And it was like I'm doing this to keep up the facade that I'm a podcaster. 
because it was like each episode would be like exactly like 45 minutes and would barely talk about anything and just sort of like wikipedia read the film like the film that they were supposedly talking about and that was one of the alarm bells to me is like i don't think i'm being managed by a podcaster here i in fact i think Mm -hmm. the people who not everyone but there are podcasts within this media network that could do a better job than the person who's at the top. Oh, I, I know, I know for a fact, knowing some of the people that were involved, that they are, there mm-hmm. are. So good, there's some know, good people sure. who were involved in that network. Yeah. We're, st- oh, we're still absolutely. friends with a couple. It turns out we yeah. were in the same network. So yeah, yeah. I, there, there's actually someone that was in that network. Uh, one of the reasons why the network even ended up on our radar. Who well, I would, if you were still doing Drinkopedia, I would love to connect you with. Okay, because. Because and I'll say this name because this is this is not a bad thing. This mm-hmm. person, Jess, would have been fantastic for Drinkopedia. Mm-hmm. Rico. Could, oh yeah, she she she's on a body count. Yeah, I'm, from, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. We're we're very close friends with Jess. Jess is a very good friend of ours. And body count pod was one of the ones I was thinking of in terms of like people who would be more equipped to run, to this, run this than the people. <laughs> oh, she she she. We'll put it this way. I know for a fact she's got your lawyer on retainer <laughs> oh, wow. at all times. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't fuck around. Jess does not fuck around. So she's not part around. of dickheads anymore then? Oh, no. She stayed longer than most people only because she has almost no editing chops whatsoever. Okay. And that's her. She'll admit that. Like, I'm not throwing her under the box. Sure. She will be the first to fucking tell you, like, I can't edit worth shit. <laughs> Um, and she knows nothing about it. So, so the guy who runs Dickheads was editing her show for her. Right. Mm, oh, God. So, she, so she felt that kind of beholden for that reason. Sure. And then I think she finally got someone. They also haven't put out a new episode of Body Count. Rico, it's got to be, what, 18 months it's, at this it's point? It's been like, a long time. But she's doing other stuff. Like she's she's out there. Like she does like three different spaces a week on Twitter, and she's doing a bunch of other shit. Like she's out there doing her thing. I think that body count will eventually pick back up. I just don't know. She keeps saying it'll be soon, and soon keeps being six months later. Yeah. So I don't know when that's gonna happen. Maybe when she finds an editor. I guess that's a crucial part of podcasting. I, yeah. If that is what's holding her back. You know, then I absolutely can try to find her somebody, but I don't know that that's what it is. I think she's just got her her hand in so many pots at this point right. that it's hard for her. Yeah. To, and she keeps and and she keeps going through co-hosts because she's just not finding the right person. Like I'm not even shitting on anyone that's been one of her co-hosts. She just hasn't found the person that she feels like connects right. Yeah, she thought she had that uh, for the for the majority of the run, and then. It turned out not so much, and that's really all I'm going to say about it because it's really her story yeah, to yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to get I don't want to get sure. no. I, let's I just know, talk about dickheads. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean I know more about it, but I don't want to do that on yeah, our behalf. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, but yeah, she she yeah, her and I have had some real conversations about those dickheads as well. Trust yeah. me. So I I can I can do. But she she's a history show. Yes. And whenever now she does not do this on her show. To be very fair. But whenever she shows up on our show, she is drunk, without question. <laughs> and admittedly, like, she's not hiding. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. flat out yeah. like, I am drunk, I am on Potiskew, let's fucking go, let's do this. So I think you take her historian background and take her drinking and blend it and put it yeah, with you that, all would have been fantastic. That would have worked been fantastic. very well. So, um, but, uh, yeah, expect I mean, a lot of sass thrown your way. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. No, we'll, we'll look out for her for Gate Leapers because I love a bit of sass on that show. <laughs> the she, I, I listen with all respect to you all. I don't think she would do Gate Leapers. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think I think I think it would, in her words, it would be too much work. Right. Okay. She she does not when it comes to what. She, as much work as she puts into her her, her historian work, whether it's podcast mm-hmm. or the other stuff that she yeah, does, yeah, yeah. when she does a show like Potescu, she she very rarely comes in with prepped stuff. But we also don't bring her in to talk about just anything. We we find her niches and bring her in for her niches, so she can just come in with her general knowledge fandom and and just kind of go to town. So her prep and not work you has guys been don't, life. <laughs> her life, right, her prep right, and. And with you all, even if we don't know the questions or the games you're going to play, there's a level of prep work I think that still comes into it that I don't know that she would be comfortable with. You know, yeah. that's just my opinion. Yes, yeah, five know. or ten minutes of thought, but yeah, I get it. <laughs> but, and, <laughs> well, okay, maybe maybe for most, not for me. I came in with a week's worth of prep work. <laughs> See, but that that goes with her on the whole. Like, if we were to have her just show up on Potescu and then be like, we have, we're just going to throw a topic at you. Like, yeah. you better have seen this movie to be able to talk about it. She sure. will, like, sh- she'll, she'll, like, <laughs> she'll be full of anxiety. And, and we don't, we don't like to do that to our people, you yeah, know. That's, that's honestly, that's why I don't, like, prep guests any more than I do. Uh, it, like, think of the bit where you'll be on the spot for a little bit. I prep that bit. But when it comes to the questions and the games, because I don't <laughs> want people to over prepare, because then it mm-hmm. ends up not being as organic as yeah. it, it sounds it, it sounds it, stale it, yeah yeah it, it does it does but i think it would bring her a level of anxiety if she wasn't prepped that it would bother her and it would make it less yeah. organic mm-hmm. in that and it would swing it so it would swing it completely the other direction and still be less right, we, organic if that makes we sense. don't have to keep anyway. talking about someone who is no, 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 here to defend no, themselves no, uh, no. <laughs> i have a feeling no. jess is gonna like hit us up be like you <laughs> motherfuckers motherfuckers <laughs> No, she, she, sorry jess you sound like a very no. nice person i'm sorry we haven't communicated yet if you do want to collaborate let's let's get in touch and do that mm-hmm. we'll let you um, decide <laughs> yeah if she wants to do it by all means i think i think she you're right from a content perspective she would be fantastic yes. she's surly and fun and great sure i just don't know that she'd want to that's just my my gut yeah but that's, that's, that's you, know, you know let's let's look um, back to uh yeah to to dickheads right and just uh, the more and more love branding about the guy mm-hmm. who who was the main mouthpiece and and head figurehead of all this you you love branding by the I way do, i love that, a bit of branding yes i love you do you do <laughs> love it um yeah become a recurring bit at that point mm-hmm. it's uh yeah for legal reasons for legal yeah um. for legal reasons <laughs> so yeah i uh, i think it's more and more clear that he was just an opportunist i think yeah 2018 2019 was like the biggest boom period for podcasts and podcasting i know the celebrities got very into it in 2020 because they were shut at home Mm -hmm. but for us regular 99 percent joe schmoes Mm -hmm. we it was 2018 2019 that the big podcast boom happened that's when it became like quite accessible for people um, and there were suddenly like, I think the articles at the time were like, there are 10 times as many podcasts as there were last year kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, so I think they were just like gamblers for professional poker players, the both of them, right. Who had some like extra capital off of what they do there who were like, mm-hmm. what's hot right now? Oh, well, I've got a friend who works in marketing and is looking to sell various ad slots for things and podcasts are hot right now. 
recruit as many podcasts as you can because then we can do this thing i think the kindest thing i can say about them is that they were opportunists like i get it they were playing the game as laid in front of them at the time um but when you're dealing with people who are like highly creative like people who are very passionate about wanting to make the best possible uh, i know the word is content product whatever you want to say when you're dealing with people who are that passionate about what they make you also need to be aware of what business you're getting into and part of what like for as much as people don't like mainstream things when they hire you when they sign you they give you development they give you investment they they develop your talent they tell you what not to do what to do and we got none of that from dickheads and yet they were asking so much in return and I think they were. I, uh, what I would also say is, I think they were. Ex- they were hoping to exploit exploit on the na- naivete of a lot of the people yes. who do this, yeah. right? Like they they don't. The people they got out because there are people still there. I know there are. They're is still it running, still running? But, uh, it's still running. Yeah, I get posts about it on Facebook from time to time because for whatever reason, I don't. I guess Facebook yeah. likes to just torture <laughs> or me. like but memories anyway. and shit. Yeah, or memories mm-hmm. and but no, but no, no, no. They're new. They're new posts. Oh, okay. They're really? new items. But yeah, their yeah. website is so, dead. Their link is dead. They've got nothing. Maybe they got a new. Well, they might. They might start. They might still have a page on Facebook then, because I still get occasional. Yeah. The the point though is that the people that, maybe there's not still people there, but at least I knew there were people there for a while. And when they were, I I feel like those were probably people. And I don't know any of them specifically to call them out by name or or even to say negative things. So I won't. But. I'm guessing they weren't people like us that were starting to ask questions. Yeah. Like you you all and like us where it's like, well, why this? And why does this say this? And why this long of a non-complete yeah. compete? And, you know, these different things that you would, as someone who's trying to potentially make this a thing. Like there are some people I know to do this just because they want a hobby. And that's great. More power to them. I am not shitting on that that desire. That's your thing. That's great. I want to make this my full-time job. Whether it's Podeskew or doing some other voice work, that doesn't mean I would walk away from Podeskew, Rico, and I've had that conversation at length on multiple occasions. You know, uh, the only reason I'd walk away from Podeskew is if it literally became so time, everything else became so time-consuming that was actually paying my bills. That would probably be the only reason Mm -hmm. I would walk away from the show at that point. Mm -hmm. Or if we just feel like it's run its course. We haven't gotten there yet. I don't see that anytime soon. But if we ever hit that, like you said, Drink a PD kind of ran its course. So you you pivoted over to Gatekeepers. But... You know, so if that were to happen, maybe. But I, I, again, I don't see that anytime in the immediate future, so I'm not concerned about it. Yeah, really. I want to interject. I just looked up. They still have a website. Oh, they? Have, they? Yeah, they okay. still have a website, and they still have like Facebook and YouTube and all that shit. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. I thought they were still going, but yeah. So, you know, but I want to make this a thing. I, I, I don't want to do my forty hour a week day job anymore. I want to spend my forty hours a week focusing on. If I have to focus on four shows, great, but I'll have 40 hours a week yeah, plus yeah, yeah. To, to do it. So, okay, great. You know, I want to do that. That's what I want to do with my life mm-hmm. at this point, of whether it be the radio, whether it be the podcast, whether it be a combination, whether it be voiceover work. Because I'm not, you, you You talked earlier about Rico's impressions, and he does a great job with them, and he can be a voice actor. And I, that is not who I can be. I cannot be a voice actor. We attempted it on Batman alone. You've not heard it. You will never hear it, but we tried it, and it didn't work. <laughs> 
but what I can do is I can narrate. I did narrate that yes. thing. I can narrate mm-hmm. that. So I could be, I could do books on tape. I could be that guy that says, if your erection lasts for more than four hours, consult your doctor. Like, I can be that guy. <laughs> if I have an erection lasts more than four hours, I'm telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, but I, I can do that kind of stuff. So if I can turn this into that kind of work for full time, that's what I want to do. And I think that people like me who, who acknowledge that, we didn't, to your point, Audra, about MLMs, because same thing. If you're in pulled into one of those things, you start asking questions. Mm-hmm. And when you start asking questions and peeling back the onion, yep. if you will, mm-hmm. you start like, like I got involved in one called Mel Luca. I don't know if you're familiar with it. And Mel Luca is mm-hmm. actually, it's not fully an MLM because they actually have products. You can actually buy products. But if you, if you join, you, you pay, you pay less for the products. Yeah. So anyone can you go right now? I could send you the link. Not asking you to join shit, except to sign up. You have to put your name, your email address in, and a password in to get in, like you oh, do on most websites. Or, so that's and not already. They have our data that say they're able to sell. <laughs> sure, but at the same time, you're not obligated to do anything else. And if you wanted to buy any of the products, you could, and you'd have zero obligation outside of that. Mm-hmm. However, if you join, you get like 20% off everything or whatever the percentage is, you know. So I did that, and I think the products are still good. But I still started peeling back the – no, I know. I still actually buy some of the products even though I'm no longer a quote-unquote member anymore. Yeah. I just pay the full price. But I, um, I started peeling back the onion a little bit, and I was putting out more in membership than I was in, in product. And it just didn't – Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. didn't line up yeah. for me, so – that's th- and I feel like I feel like that same naivety. I was willing to start peeling back the onion and look, yeah. but there are a lot of people that don't do that and they get sucked into this stuff and they're like, "Oh, you got to join this thing." Like I had a friend who wanted me to join some kind of insurance thing. I was like, "If you get everyone else to sign up for the insurance, yeah. you get your insurance for like nothing." Yeah. And I'm like, "Do you understand how how incredibly insane it is to try to get someone to sign up for insurance when you are not an insurance agent?" Yeah. Like, fuck my, you, my, this is not gonna happen. My favorite thing about MLMs is that they're like the the dirtiest form of hypercapitalism in terms of like all the tricks that are being played but essentially you're asking its customers to do communism and you're saying oh no but if you just get everyone in a group to agree to the same thing i very much don't agree with communism but i want you to behave like a communist for me the capitalist that's generally how that's exactly you're, you're not yeah. you're not wrong man yeah my whole my i remember like when we were part of dickheads and i remember how they were treating us I mean, look, f- fuck them. They're dickheads. Yeah, they um, I know. It's just, it's just funny. I, 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 yeah, go ahead. I, I remember telling my wife this. I was like, I feel like this place is run by pimps that mm. have, like, gotten a job at McDonald's, <laughs> and they can't drop the pimp mentality. Yeah. Like, they're so used to, like preying on somebody depending on their naivete and then like well i'm manager at mcdonald's for legal reasons i'm still gonna tell you you know you know where's my money like that type of it was it was was such a bizarre and i didn't like come to that metaphor or that analogy until like way after we left because there were times where i was like i feel that's the first i've heard it yeah honestly i was like i feel i felt like a whore like there were times where yeah. like I'll look, I'll do impressions, I'll do voice work for my fucking supper. That's what an actor does. That's what an entertainer does. And first mm-hmm. and foremost, I've always considered myself an entertainer, but I've never felt like a whore until that moment yeah. where I was like, you know, 
they 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 own a part of you and they'll slap a bitch if they have to. And I'm like, you're never gonna touch me like that. So yeah. the mask it, was was so bad. If they'd have worn uh, to use your analogy, to if they'd have worn pimp's clothes, if they'd have spoken like a pimp, I might have fallen for it and gone yeah. on for even longer. But their mask like, at least was you're so. True to who you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, at least I know I'm in bed with a pimp, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But their mask was so bad. They were such bad actors at what they did that it just. I mean, it still took us what a year to figure it out. Yeah. But it <laughs> it was like it it was still a thing of like, come on now. At least there are Hollywood producers who have this same business strategy and and, and model setup that run like multi level marketing, but mm-hmm. they have the goddamn respect to be charming to be witty to to at least show that they're interested in you in some way schmooze me right to be yeah. honest about how full of shit they are yeah. like that yeah you know and it was like there's a there is a difference between a democrat and a republican and i feel like they were republicans and we're yeah. used to democrats it's like sure. a democrat will lie to your fucking face but you're like it's still yeah. gonna fucking sound good Whereas a Republican's going to tell you to your face, you're going to hell on X, Y, and Z unless you fucking vote for Republicans. You're just like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but at okay. Least, at least play the game. Be, yeah. the, right. be the performance of what you're supposed to be, and they just mm-hmm. weren't that. I Yeah. And it just, it just ended up being a bad a bad run, and, and we, we decided to walk. And mm-hmm. But hey, we're all, fr- we're all free now. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yes, and I mean, yes, we're, we're all free. Rico and I are, if you're not aware, we're part of this proper rumbus media group. And, and yeah, but that sounds like it, a great, like, community based thing. You- it, it absolutely, it absolutely is. Yeah, there, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of um, the development aspect that you talked about is is newer to the group, and I say that I say that not as a criticism. I say it as actually just echoing what the guy who runs the place says, mm-hmm. um, because. At the risk of sounding arrogant, because I'm certainly not trying to, I, Rico and I have the most seniority in terms of length of time sure. podcasting on that network by a fair margin. I mean, and so I get leaned on quite. I, I've actually been recruited as as the consigliere of the network at this point. He he calls me he calls me as Tom Hagen all the time, um, which. It makes me laugh and I enjoy the hell out of it, you know, so it's fine. But, you know, we 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 definitely talk about, you know, development. I've helped him with things and I've I've given him tips on on like right now there's no contracts. But like we've had conversations about at some point, if you're mm-hmm. going to want to be taken seriously as a group, that's going to have to be a thing. It doesn't have to be a thing like next month, but at some point that's going to have to be a thing. It's going to be on and, the radar. You know. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, so I'm having these different conversations with them and, and helping them develop. And at the same time, uh, I don't want to say this because it's going to start me on a whole thing that I don't really want to go down. <laughs> but it, 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 it's it's exactly what's happening right now with proper rumbus is exactly what I envisioned when Rico and I started our media group odd pods that mm-hmm. we are no longer a part of. Um it's exactly what I envisioned with one caveat. There's still one guy at the top. Now, he doesn't carry himself like a boss. Right. That's the key thing. But it, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, there is still a hierarchy. Like, at the end of the day, there are there's actually two people at the top. Right. Because he'll be the first to tell you that. It's him and his wife. And, and we both would argue at some points his wife 
outranks him, in, and that's a positive thing. But <laughs> for legal know, reasons, <laughs> for legal reasons. Uh, but at the end of the, but at the same time, there is still this hierarchy, and that's the one thing that we didn't set up with with Odd Pods because I was trying to do something new. I was trying to innovate something new. I was trying to no, definitely to yeah, and 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 it came back to bite us in the ass so hard that I still, I would argue, I still have post traumatic stress from it. Like yeah. I, Rico would tell you, like I am not. That's why I'm hesitant to bring it up because I'm afraid I'm just going to go off on a thing or have a fucking emotional breakdown over it because it and I still there's other people we know still involved that only one of whom that we're still OK with, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, everyone else. And I don't care if they hear this. They can go. They all can go fuck themselves at this point. I, I just don't care. But there's one snake that I brought into the pack. I did it. I championed bringing this person in and it came back and literally bit me mm. literally bit me and we got pushed out of the thing and now i'm watching this from afar and i just want to oh yeah yeah uh, i mean it doesn't have to be here now on this podcast right now but if you if you ever want to <laughs> talk about that i'm i think i'd be a good sounding board if you want to try and work through some of that stuff because i'm not I'm not connected to that specific group of podcasters, but I do understand the life of a independent podcaster trying to make their thing, trying to do their thing. Uh, So if you ever need a sounding board for that, like I'm here for for you. I might take, I might take up on that. I really fully endorse that CJ because (laughs) the, the, the problem is, is that CJ was the one who was more involved with odd pause than I was. I, I was still a founding member and I still had a voice, Mm-hmm. But ultimately, he was the one at every meeting because that was a decision is that we choose one representative per show to have our monthly meetings. And there was a lot of background shit and 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 back and forth. And yeah. then it got to the point where once we decided we're done, um, it was, it, you know, and we weren't and, and we decided we were done. But really, we didn't have a choice. It was either we're done or we just bow to the will of these other people that right we brought into this thing and that wasn't a fun way to exist no. it, at all. admittedly it took me a while to get to his pov because i had not interacted with the other people right on on a business level like he was and so when first cj was like I don't want to be around them anymore. You're going to have to start going to the meetings. And I phrase it as like going to a meeting and where everybody knew a language. And I'm like, well, I could say bonjour, like, but I don't know what, (laughs) I don't know French, you know, like for anything. So after two meetings, I was like, I am out of my depth. And then I started to see what he was talking about. So I had, I had to make a decision. I was like, uh, fuck the media network. Fuck even the show. I have to back my friend, and that's ultimately what I did. I said, I whether I agree with how the story happened, my friend is hurting, so I need to back away and and side with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, the and what what's what stung about that? Not what Rico did. I appreciate what Rico did, but is that when we did back away, I suspected there were people that would have seen that and gone we got to back him. He's the one who brought us all together and none of them did it. None of them did it. No one even, no one did a courtesy. Hey man, you okay? I have one person, one person. And that's the person that we're still cool with. Yeah. (laughs) 
outside of that, yeah. Well, and it's a group because he <laughs> represented that group. So, to, yeah. Um, I guess to, to bring this to like a wider thing about, about podcasting in general, I think the part of what I talk about with accessible broadcasting is whenever you try and get it too business focused and when you try and like develop some kind of hierarchy, that's not to say that your new hierarchy thing is a bad thing because if it's just one person coordinating like organizational things, that's fine. But as soon as you start to create a business out of something that is not yet a business, for anyone listening to this, that's when alarm bells should ring. As, no, for sure. as soon yeah. as like six figures are coming through the door, then sure, let's talk business. Let's start structuring things properly with contracts. But when it's when it's just like even even four figures, five figures, like people making things amongst each other, it should still be that natural artist's com almost like a commune. Like everyone is equal, everyone is sharing ideas and propping each other up oh, this person's going to help me for an hour with editing in exchange for being a guest for an hour on my podcast. Like that way can work up to a certain level and then you've got to get contracts involved. But if- I, I, I would argue, sorry, Matt, I don't mean to interrupt, but I would argue I have to, I have to argue against one thing you just yeah, said. Yeah. I, agree with I agree with 99% of what you just said. I think the thing that I disagree with is the number figure that you said. Sure. I think, yeah. once, I think once money starts coming consistently, now I'm not talking like $20 a month. That, you're right. That's yeah. nothing. But if you, have, if you have like a couple, even a couple hundred dollars come in, but consistently like every month. Yes. If you have a one-time payoff, no, you're right. That's just a one-time, great, that happened, fantastic. But if you have money coming in every month consistently, then you need to start where even if it's like $500 for say, yeah. right? And I'm pulling a number out. You still then at that point need the more structure because then you get into the infighting of how does that 500 get divvied up and where does it go and who gets what and all that kind of stuff. And that's where you need paperwork. But that, to your point, has to be consistent. Yeah. You get $500 in February and then you don't get another 500 till May and you get maybe 300 in July. Then no, you don't need to do that. And, and, and there's actually already money coming into PRM. I can say that publicly safely but it's not sufficient enough to do exactly what you're talking there's right. no need because yeah. there's not mm -hmm. that sufficient income now that may may change in the future that's obviously the goal but you know i i, I would argue i think i think way less than six figures but i but i also agree that it there's there, there's a threshold maybe i'm not saying the right one in this discussion right this second yeah, and maybe i was I maybe i was counting the figures after the decimal point as well now yeah. that we say that out loud um <laughs> Yeah, because you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars at yeah, that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was because yeah. obviously, like it's that it's that it's that British math, yeah, right? Yeah, is that yeah, what yeah. that is? Yeah, there, <laughs> no, no, they, they call it maths. Yeah, maths. Yeah. Th thank you very much for the yeah. pluralization. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah the, I I think I was meaning more like as soon as it gets to more than a thousand a month, then absolutely get some. Uh, yeah, I I, yeah. I I would I would agree with something like that. Yeah, for but sure. From um, what we were seeing from from dickheads and from maybe what you were seeing elsewhere as well. Um, there's no need for that level of structure when there's hierarchy when there's, everything stuff. is in hypotheticals and stuff like that. I'd rather, I mean, this is just me, my personal preferences for what I want to see from the, the medium, from the form of podcasting is I'd rather this was happening. Like it was people connecting, making connections where we can bond over a shared love of making content and then whatever we dis whatever projects we decide to do together, whatever collaborations we make, they just happen through natural goddamn conversation well, and friendship. And mm -hmm. and and I think I think to bring it full circle, that's what's happening right now at Proper Rumpus, which is what I like about mm -hmm. it. Right? Mm -hmm. You know, that is there is a hierarchy, but it's there 
really is like a placeholder more than an actual hierarchy, right? Yeah, it's just it's kind of like not making it, demands of. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right. It's it's it, right. Exactly. It's it's there to say, hey, this is just how things are. But yeah. it's mm-hmm. but it's not like, hey, I'm the boss. Fuck you. Do what I say. Exactly. Like, Facilitation like, more than. Um, exactly. It's, it's exactly. No, that's ruler. a great way to put it. Yeah. No, I, exactly. I'll be told what to do if organization is also happening like yeah. that's absolutely fine uh but that's just not what we had from dickheads it was like yeah. do, no, do, not do at this all. now all right where's the weekly meeting where we all discuss how we're doing with our podcasts uh we have no plans for that all right fuck you bye <laughs> <laughs> so so i i because I, I think i think we want to bring it back to a more i mean this is a great conversation and i hope we're mm-hmm. educating some po- podcasters that may not be familiar with the stuff that we've all been through to, you know mm-hmm. together and individually because even though we weren't we weren't all friends at that point. We still went through it together, sort of. Sure, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. So, um, would you join? Would you do it again? Would not not them, but in general, would you join something else? Would you, like a PRM or something else that's out there that I'm not that I'm not aware of? Or um, are, are are you determined to be independent from this point forward? I'm unless like the right thing came along. I'm pretty determined to be independent because I think mm. the tools are there for that now. Like. I'm now won over by Patreon a little bit. Like I'm, I'm won over by discord. I'm won over by even just the various podcatchers that release the podcasts and stuff. Like for as much as they still cause problems in terms of like revenue, not being split correctly and things like that, they are tools that are accessible. If you've got an internet connection, you can access it. There's no need for like my my boss is this invisible corporate algorithm. It's not a person who's dictating <laughs> my time. Yeah. See what, what what I like about the PRM thing, and and I had to pitch it to like I had to pitch it to Rico because Rico is very much in the same boat you were in prior to going better proper rumpus after our experience with with what I'm calling fraud pods these days. <laughs> um, we had to we had to. He was like, no, I, I don't ever want to do that again. Like, I just don't want it. That's not something I want anymore. The whole and, thing and, was soured. Like, my the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, and, the and, whole and, thing. And, yeah. and, and I totally understand why. Like, this is not me judging him for feeling that way. 100%. And I was feeling that way to a degree as well. Like, there was a part of me that was like, okay, I got it. We need to break off and do the independent thing. And then I heard the episode he did with Jabbo on Jabology. Mm-hmm. And I heard, and then I, that intrigued me already. And then I started digging into PRM as best as I could get in without actually flat out just going to Jabbo and having a conversation being like, hey, dude, tell me about the thing. Mm-hmm. And then he and he's probably going to listen to this and laugh his ass off. I on his, I then that same day went on Jabology. Now, before I was even on Jabology, I, I called Rico and I was like, hey, listen, dude, if if this goes as well as I think it is, are you open to the idea of throwing pot askew in the proper rumbus ring here? And at first, he didn't say no, but I could hear the hes- knowing him like I do at this point. I could hear the hesitation in his voice, so I kind of threw I threw the pitch at him, and basically, Enrico, fill in the gaps where you want. But I think basically, the end of it, he was like, "If you think this is the smart move to make, I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna trust you because I trust you. 
I may not trust them yet. And that's not to say he does it now, but at the time, he's like, but I trust you. And if you feel like this is the right judgment, but this is the only place I'm willing to do this at. Like, if you want to go somewhere else, no. But proper rumpus, I'm I'm open to the idea. I still had an extra caveat. I said, I'm not signing <laughs> jack shit. <already."> yeah, he <laughs> was big on he was big on con- not having a contract, and and I and I was okay with that because I didn't feel the need for that. To your point from a few minutes ago, Matt, I was with. I'm yeah, kind of where I was at with this. <laughs> But I also felt like, to the point you were talking about with collaborative work, we could come in with our experience, having five years of po- coming up at that point, coming up on five years of Podeskew and just over to because at the th- at the time I think we were two hundred and five episodes or something like that, you know. So just coming off two hundred episodes, we can bring this expertise that we have amassed over this time that we've put in, mm-hmm. and help them do what they do that's already good and just make it better because Jabology is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love the free flow, free flow form that, J- that Jabo does on that show. But then they also do scene in 15, which is a lot more structured and very, very uh, not structured like your show, but still like they want in, they want out. It's like a 30, 45 minute episode. They're done. Yeah. They're out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's over. And that's by design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and he's still getting his feet on him. So like I was like I can help him improve his craft, which then will help us, and we can all kind of do this together. And that is the mentality of proper rumpus right now, and that's kind of where it stays. It's all about supporting. Like we have a video game streamer, and so we go and we promote his streams. And as mm-hmm. many of us that can show up, show up. And actually, I'm now part of that stream once a week. He streams multiple times throughout the week, but I go on once a week with him on Friday and stream with him. Mm-hmm. You know and. And so we do all these different collaborative pieces, and and it's much more of a collective that hopefully eventually will then turn into a revenue generator. But that's not the sole purpose. The sole purpose of Proper Rumbus Media, while still called media, at this point is to be a collective of creativity and Mm -hmm. and disbursement of that creativity. And then if it and then if it generates into revenue. Great. And I think that is still the ultimate goal, but it's not the goal of, okay, we have to do that by next month. We don't have to do that by June or by next year or 2024. Yeah. I think Jabo has some thoughts about hitting those t- those marks, but what he's not doing is spreading them throughout the network. He's not coming to all of us and going, okay, sure. by this date, we have to be We're generating have money. X-, X amount of this coming in. The door. Right. He, I promise. Exactly. Three months later. No, right. No, not at all. I think he's got goals in his mind and goals that he has set for himself and for the company, but he's not putting the weight of those goals on any of us. He's carrying a lot of that on his own shoulders. He also has a lot of freedom because he doesn't have a 40 hour work week. So he- he's like you, Matt. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got that. I mean, freedom. apart from having kids, he's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, That's he, his whole thing is like, week of his own. It is, of course, but he's like, now I have time to, you yes. know, focus on this. Yeah. Um, no, the the only goal I've had financially for Gate Leapers, if we're talking about this now, is to be able to pay guests like a standard rate for coming on the podcast. Because like, I understand we're not massive. Uh, Audra and Jason would tell you like that I'm always like downplaying everything we do and everything like that. But it, the reality is it's like, we don't have a huge listenership. We've got some, but the best thing we can offer people is like, Hey, we have like a dedicated hundred, 150 listeners who will check out most episodes and then like floating throughout that after that. And so you can at least the, all I can offer at the moment, because that leads to like what two, two, three $3 a month in ad revenue. <laughs> yeah. Like the, 
all I can offer is like promote your stuff. And I promise I will have listened to your thing and I will also big it up. And like, I want our dedicated listeners to also be able to check out what you're listening to. And at the time, that's all I can offer. My only financial goal, because I'm much more driven by what I do with my time uh, than I am by what money is as a concept, (laughs) um, is to be able to say to people, reach out to people and say, hey, the fee for this is 20 bucks. Like you, I will Venmo you 20 bucks for this appearance uh, for, for an hour and a half of your time kind of thing. Matt, totally. Matt I'm going to tell you this right now, and I, I mean this as, as, as genuinely as I can possibly say it to you. I don't care whatever happens with Podeskew in terms of we could get signed tomorrow to fucking Spotify and, and whatever, right? Mm. I'm telling you right now, a, because I consider you guys a friend. B, because I can enjoy the content of your show so much. I will never accept money from you to be a guest on Gate Leapers. I don't care. <laughs> I, I am t- no, I'm telling you right now, I will not well, let CJ, you. Like, even if you well, get to that point. I'm going to I'm gonna have to counter your point there, CJ. And if we genuinely start getting a few hundred dollars a month in ad revenue, I will give you $20, maybe even $30. i will take, well, I'll take his 20 because I'm still a whore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, yeah, $40 yeah, to Rico. <laughs> You can send it to Rico. Yeah, no, but genuinely, no, because I, 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 I will, I will do your show whenever I would do. I would do it weekly. I would. That's how much I enjoy <laughs> For sure. your yeah. show. So I mean, I, I don't need Which, money to come on Gate if, Leapers. If we're not talking about the things that drive us, and therefore, why are we even talking about it? The thing we want from yeah. Gate Leapers is like this, not even like a hard community in the way that like loads of brands are like, oh my god, we want a community that just really engages with our product. I, I just want this loose network. Nicely done on the English, by the I way. That was swear, well I thought I thought my wife was talking. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've I've not had the pleasure of meeting her. I'm, I'm sorry, I did not I did not mean she to com- do exactly she, com- she comes from Southern California. She has <laughs> right, a slight right, right. accent. Gotcha. So. That tends to be the British thing. Is like go to Southern California as the American accent, or like, Southern Southern, or Southern Southern. Yes. Yeah, those are the two. Yeah. The two anywhere branches. in the South. Jeremy Irons from Die Hard Three, just like yes. yeah. I, I I forget what episode it was, Matt. It was one we were on, but I forget if it was the Wakanda one or the Rico one. But you did go to an American accent for us. I yeah. forget what it was. Yeah, I th- was it I the did. one we were I both on, Rico? Uh, yeah, because I requested. Yeah, okay. I said, "Do an American accent." That's yeah. right, you did. That's right. Uh, I was like, yeah. "Dance, monkey, um, motherfucker, let's do this." <laughs> and I did my um, jig. No, I listen. I I I. I, I love the collaborative effort that we've had uh, in the short time we've known yeah. you all, but it's been it's been fantastic. Yeah. Um, Matt and you and I have talked about some things that uh, not even just appearance, not even appearances, but just like you've had some tips for me. I think I've had some tips for you, and we we've kicked around some ideas Definitely. that way. Um, obviously, like I mentioned, you 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 inadvertently taught me the new way to record podcast, yeah. but yeah. I'm grateful for it. Um, and and I it, I think I think that the um. I think the possibilities are endless in terms of the way we can help each other out. Maybe not on a monthly, you know, not a regular thing, that's, but you know, when when yeah, I think that's what I was necessary. getting at with the the idea that it doesn't need to be this like structured branded community. It just needs to be. Oh, do we kind of like can we reach out to each other when we need something? When we need to like need help on something or need something and then as long as there's equity there as long as there's like this even thing of like we're guesting on each other's shows we're helping out with each other's shows i don't think it needs any more thought than that really it's kind it's kind of like when a a previous fucking character shows up on like a later season you're like oh fuck they're bringing so-and-so back this is gonna be awesome i i do think that i do think being under an umbrella sometimes does help I understand what you're sure. saying, that, so I'm not. I'm certainly not. 
But I, I do think I think because that's all I think what it what it unfortunately what it does is it gives you a bit of gravitas to the outside mm-hmm. world. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, okay, you're part of a collective, right? You, you know, and if the structure's right, then you're happy because the structure's right. But the rest of the world's happy because you get to put a brand on yeah, on your on your brand. You get to brand your that's brand. That's why we joined Dickheads sense. to begin with. We yeah. were like, oh, this looks kind of good to the outside world. It doesn't necessarily mean anything to us right now, but sure. <laughs> um. So no, but th- th- this is this has been fantastic. We're not done just yet because Rico had an idea that I know I want to do. So, but I think I think oh, at yeah? this point we probably unless you guys had something you else you wanted to touch on, I think it's time to kind of start winding down. Yeah, no. My, while. I, my only so thing was, grateful. do I get to rant about dickheads? And then yes, I yeah, did. Yeah, so yeah. cool, cool. There you go. No, I, I think I think anyone that's been a part of that should get the opportunity to rant about that. So that's <laughs> fine. Um, but I, I know Rico Rico has an idea. Um, we're not we're not a we're not a game show oh, in, here the, we go. in the sense here we of the go. word that you guys are, but we we do we do play some games from time to time. One of which uh, that we're not playing today, but I will share with you that we call uh, "What's in the Box Office," and that's <laughs> when we're talking about a franchise, you have to guess what the budget was and then what the box office was oh, for that nice, particular nice. particular movie. Um, we're not playing that. Yeah, today what's the budget for dickheads? Let's let yeah right uh, z- <laughs> two, zero two bits zero yeah. two bits yeah. Uh, 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 what, what's, what's the, what's the, term? a quid, um, <laughs> you know, that's, that's the yes. term, uh, but no, and, but there's another game we played that we haven't, and we play this typically, we used to play this on our live stream when we did our Friday night live stream, we used to play this a lot, um, it's also a pre-show thing that Rico and I do from time to time, we haven't done it in a while though, honestly, Which, but we used to play, we used to play pre-show just to kind of get ourselves like amped up, pumped, yeah. and we call it, we call it Link Askew. So okay. it's the, the the basis behind Link Askew is it's kind of like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yes, mm-hmm. but it's but you're not limited to six. Like six degrees of Kevin Bacon is but you had to get from point A to point B in six, and always had to link back to Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. This is not that. We're gonna give you two artists, and you can do this. We we can go around, so it's not all you having to play, but we mm-hmm. want you to play too. We're gonna give you two actors. Could be male, could be female, doesn't matter. And you have to at least get from actor A to actor B. And it, it, it could take one movie, it could take five movies, it could take twenty movies. But as long as you can get there, okay, from A to B, that's that's. There it. are there are some like we we've had to evolve the game a little bit. Um, we have because <laughs> we started playing it publicly, right? <laughs> so, uh, it's limited to movies only so no tv no guest spots like that okay no voiceovers and no voiceovers so james Earl jones as darth vader does not count uh i'm gonna be be so bad at this but that's the idea Uh, 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 that's the idea that's the idea of the game no not for you but in general that's the idea of the game is to be as terrible about this as possible you also but you you also cannot say oh that motherfucker that was in that fucking thing. You <laughs> yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. You, you, even if you're like, you can oh, say that, that as, as you're, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you can say it if you're working it out, but once you give a yes. final answer, it has to be a name. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't just be like, oh, fuck, the, the motherfucker from Fargo, you know, the guy with the bug eyes. And we're like, yeah, we yeah. know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. have to say, say his, his name. fucking name. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's limited to movies. They could be alive or dead. You want to at least acknowledge that. So it could be Shirley right. Temple all the way to Johnny Depp or whatever. Okay. Like you, so as long as they have been in movies, no voice acting, and I even I think we've even like said 
no animated films as well. So like, yes, we did say that because well, right. that considered voiceover work. Right. Yeah. So no, you, they have to have physically been on screen for it to count. That's how basically the bottom okay. line is. No, yeah. I'm okay. I'm happy to go with that for the for the rule of the game for sure. You I are allowed to, to write this down. Voice actors as being really actors, but yeah. No, no, I agree. But we did like we did a round with somebody, and it like got to the point where like. This is causing more arguing by including right. voice actors. Yeah. More yeah. yeah, it, than anything. Exactly. It wasn't about exclusion. It was. It was. Yeah. So that that purpose. Yeah. So the, the debates. Yeah. So you are allowed to write them down if you want. The real challenge is to try and do it in your head. But the the the, the problem with that is that you'll be like, l- you'll link actor A back to let actor A. And, and you'll just be like, that's the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but that's the fun is if you want to do it as little as quickly as possible, that's fine. But if you want to be There's... as long and like contrived and like incoherent. No, I'm the, I'm a games master on a podcast where I proclaim I'm the games master. So I'm going to play this all up in my head. I've got to, there, there's, I'm going to write there, it there, down. Cause I like, I would like the training wheels. <laughs> so there, 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 there was a, I have one for you, Rico, to give as an example. So I'll have one for you so you can do one first to show them. Sure. But I, was, so I will say this one time. Uh, you'll find this funny, Matt. I, I, I thought I was being a games master, for lack of a better phrase. And I thought, I, oh, I got one Rico's going to struggle with, right? Mm. Turns out they were in the same fucking movie. He did it in one move. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, son of a bitch. Oh, which actor was um, it? Uh, I don't even remember at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I wish if I remembered, I would it, tell you. I just it, don't it, honestly. An remember. example would have been like, oh, uh, Link, uh, Christian Slater to Gary Oldman. I'm like, true romance. Sure. Yeah, yeah that would have been that would have been an example. That wasn't it, but yeah, that would have been a good example. Okay, so I got one for you, Rico. I'm gonna throw one at Rico just to give you an example to let you see it, and then we'll go from there. Uh, Harrison Ford and Keanu Reeves. Okay, so we might have even done this one before, but I don't remember. It, it's probable we they they've come up plenty of times. So all I'm doing is I'm just writing the names. That way I know the fucking names. Yes. Um, all right, Harrison Ford, and a lot of this is spitballing. So you could start like. Harrison Ford was, you just throw a movie out, like fucking Temple of Doom. Oh, well, shit. There's not a whole lot of, like, well-known, established actors in Temple of Doom. So sure. you're like... What, 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 uh, what, uh, uh, Short Round's not established? What's he, he just what's won his, a glo- Golden Globe. And what's his fucking name? Yep. Quan and Hey Quan or something? Exactly like my fucking point. <laughs> um, so you can't do Temple of Doom. So, all right, uh, Ford. See, a lot of this is going to be pauses they hate um, how gate leapers round yeah sometimes uh because i'm doing this all in my fucking head so <laughs> feel free to jump in if you think you have it yeah if you have it you, oh, you we, I mean, is this one as a group we're playing this one as a well, group I, this I is was, a, this I was a doing practice the re- round it's it, oh, okay. it's it's not even there's not even listen it's a practice round but it's also it's not like we don't keep points like you guys do it's sure. more just how many sure, can sure, we sure. do you know what i mean we would just want to just want you guys to squirm that's how it is yeah. And I was throwing it at Rico because I thought he'd do it faster. So if you have it, by all means, it's go. been a while yeah. since I played this fucking game. Um, and it's your goddamn game. All right. So Keanu Reeves was in Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino, Charlize Theron's. Ah, and... uh, no, 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 no. You started with Harrison. You got to go. No, that's not a fucking rule. You could start, and then you don't have to <laughs> stick with that. You can spitball. Right. Uh, you see why I write a format down now. <laughs> oh, but where's the fun in that? All right, like, if you want me to stick with Ford, I'll stick with Ford to really fucking uh, make it harder. Uh, right. Thank you, Mr. Games Master. What? appreciate that. Thank you all so right. much. Let's, well, let's work as a team against this Games Master who's <laughs> laid down the challenge in CJ. Uh, and if we are starting with Harrison Ford, I th- I honestly think the more modern uh, Star Wars movies, just because they 
drew on such an ensemble cast and Keanu's also being in a lot of modern movies. Okay. I'm, I've got it. Yes. I think I've got I think I've got it too, actually. Well let 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 Audrey go. Go Audrey, Audrey. Audrey, yeah, go for it. Oh fuck. Oh no, was he not in it? No, say it out loud. Say it out loud. I was going say it, say no, it out. because I don't yeah. have the technical details. Was Harrison Ford in the most recent one of the more recent um Star Wars movies that someone could jump in that Dominic Monaghan was also in, who was in Lord of the he, Rings. Yep. He was with, yep, he was in episode seven, which Harrison Ford was in, right? Yeah. And then so no, Dominic Yeah, he was in seven, yeah. Dominic okay. Monaghan was in Lord of the Rings with Hugo Weaving, who was uh, Agent Smith in the Matrix. There we go. Did good there job. Go. Did good I good can job. retire. <laughs> so that's great. That's exactly how you do it. Mine was also Star Wars, but it's it's, it's the more mm-hmm. interesting. So like Harrison yeah. Ford was in The Force Awakens, which starred Daniel Craig as a stormtrooper. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but you don't see Daniel. No, that's basically voiceover. Fuck you. You don't he, see Daniel. Craig. He's in the suit. If he's in the suit, you don't. That's acting, you don't right? see him. Now you and I have said that. Come on, now you're stretching <laughs> your own fucking rules. <laughs> but I would. I agree that that's that's a bullshit argument. But that's where my mind went. Audra wins. Audra I'm wins. Just saying she. Audra wins. <laughs> I changed my mind. I like this game. I'm retired. <laughs> <laughs> You put, hang up your fucking jersey. You're good. Yeah, I'm gonna rest on my laurel. <laughs> I won. Also, trust your that laurel. It would be a I like Monaghan how you thing that you would remember. Yeah. <laughs> I like Dominic Monaghan. Yeah. That, that was a good poll. That was a good poll on your part. I give you that. Uh, you want me to throw out some names now? Yeah, go ahead, Riga. Yeah. You're usually better at throwing them out. All right. Um, I'm gonna throw this at Matt. So go. I want to throw one Brit in, just so at least you have some fucking... Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... He's been here a decade. He's in America now. Come on. Don't let, don't let, the, don't let the accent oh, half decade. Yeah. We've known okay. each other I'm still waiting years. to pick up the accent, by the way. I don't know when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you swear in as a citizen, that will assign you an accent. I hope it's from Colorado. That's your meal ticket, dude. Hold on to that yeah. thing. I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, yeah. All right. This... These are your these are your names you have to link. I'm ready. Angela Lansbury. Okay, yeah. To Jason Momoa. <laughs> okay, okay. Holy shit. So I off the top of my head I'm thinking Angela Lansbury, what do I know her from that's not Murder She Wrote, which is a TV show, so that's not allowed. Correct. <laughs> or, or or Beauty and the Beast, also not allowed. Also not allowed because it's a voiceover, correct? Yeah. So the only other film I can think of that I know Angela Lansbury was in is a film called Nanny McPhee. She was okay. in Nanny McPhee, I believe. Because okay. that was a film my face. sister watched. And it had Angel- it was La- Angela Lansbury. It was Lansbury to who, Rico? I'm just, I, give me the other name again. <laughs> Aquaman. It's Momoa. <laughs> Momoa, okay. Okay. So that film, the star of that film is... Oh, fuck. What's her name? That's the thing I'll need to be able to remember for this to work. The ultimate irony is that they both played Mrs. Potts. That's the ultimate irony. Oh, wait, what? Uh-huh. If you killed voiceover. Yeah, they, yeah, voiceover. Because she, who you're trying to remember did the voice of Mrs. Potts in the in the remake of Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Shit. Shh. Is it, is it, is it Emma someone? Mm-hmm. I, as a British person, I should know this. Is it t- Emma... T- Emma Thompson. Very good. Is, is Nanny McPhee. 
Yeah. And so now I have to think of other films <laughs> that Emma Thompson is what in. Is, what is Emma Thompson? <laughs> to link this to Jason Momoa. So my 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 in point is going to end up being Dune because Dune had a nice big ensemble thing. I know mm-hmm. I can already sense CJ being like he's working backwards. That's not allowed. No, no, uh, you can work it backwards, but when you lay it out, you have to. Yeah, you have yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can work backwards to do them to get the chain, but when you actually lay out your answer, it has to go. You you are on the right uh, mind of like how to go through this. Is you your audit your automatic thing yeah. is go for franchises. Go yes. for franchises with the giant ensembles. So what has Emma Thompson been in that's a giant franchise? Well, you've you've kindly mentioned that she was... Oh, wait, no. That was referencing Beauty and the Beast. It, it's a little bit more obvious than that, buddy. Um, she was possibly in the Harry Potter movies? You are correct, but you have to say the, you have to say the film. That, that she's linked with the other actor from Harry Potter. You can't just say, oh, she was in Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even Can... remember which one she was in. Shit, I'm so bad at this. Oh, fuck. Audra, I, I co-host a movie show, and I'm terrible at this, so don't worry I've about it. I've seen, like, 11 <laughs> movies. <laughs> I was going to say two okay, movies, I... but my new one of my uh, things that I'm trying to work on is exaggeration, so I'm going to go with 11. <laughs> I, I have heard enough of your show to know that it's at least... 20. Yeah, you've seen 20. Fair, fair, fair. I've seen, yeah, I've seen 20. Okay, who does, right, let's, can we do this as a team? Are we allowed Mm -hmm. to work? Sure, yeah, yeah, we'll help you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, Emma Thompson, who is she in Harry Potter? See, this is the problem. I don't remember. This is the problem here. Okay. I, I, I know, I know that I, I can visualize it, but I can't, I don't know the character's name. She's one, she's, mm-hmm. can I, can I help them yeah, a little of course, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's the teacher of the dark arts, but I can't remember no, which. You're... No, no, not the dark arts. The, um, oh fuck. What's that teacher? The animal changing no. class, wasn't it? No. What is she? Uh, she's, what is she's, that? she's, she, all right. All, all three of you guys are bound. She plays <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Professor Trelawney. The divination trick. Oh, shit. oh, of course, of yeah. course, she's Professor Trelawney. Okay, okay. Well, this has now opened the wider scope because because I do know that Trelawney what? appears in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Correct. So we're going off of people in Azkaban now. Gary Oldman is in that, and he's been in a lot of movies, so that Correct. helps. So let's think of Gary Oldman films. That not necessarily Jason Momoa has been in, but potentially this, a cast member of yeah, Dune. Has potentially been in. Which. You take too much joy in this, Rico. Really, you there's do. A, there's a scars guy. He's allowed to. He's the games master in there's this a, moment. I feel very yeah. role reversed. It's <laughs> fun, isn't there's it? A scars guard. <laughs> it, it is fun. It is fun. There's a scars guard. <laughs> there's like 30 of yeah, them, that, so that narrows it down. Yeah, I going to say. But they. In the early casting decisions, they had announced more Scars Guards for that film. You know, for this, Dune, and I just don't remember. This game would be so much Audra, easier. There's a new Scars Guard every week. They just they just appear. <laughs> it's just new Scars. You, it, it's like Beetlejuice. You say the name too many times. There's a new one. Like it's just the way it is. This this game would have been so much easier if Hollywood had greenlit my spec script that was an Angela Lansbury Dave Batista flick that was an action <laughs> comedy mm-hmm. called uh, I'm a Action Man and Here's My Grandma. I, I actually think Link Askew should. I think Link Askew should be around on Gate Leapers. I'm just saying. Uh, well, it's stumping me. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe it should. Well, you'll get the prep for it when you do it. Yeah. So you'll have it in front of you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Gary Oldman is the ticket, I think. Or somebody else who's in Prisoner of Azkaban. In Prisoner of Azkaban, yeah. There's also the. 
I Rico, I've been trying and I'm struggling. I, I haven't. I haven't bothered to try. <laughs> um, I, how are you going to know if he's right then? If if he goes through it and he yeah. explains it and I know what he's talking about, then yeah, I'll accept it. Also, given the knowledge uh, that Rico's displayed, I feel just like innately he'll know at this point. <laughs> to be fair, no, I didn't no. even finish my round. So like, as of now, Audra's won. Are you looking on the fucking internet, Audra? She's not. She's yeah. not telling him now. She, <laughs> she, she, tell she him. said she. <laughs> all right. She said she was going to do that. Okay, she did. so I've she gone from look working as a team. See what people's faces look like. To as okay. soon as the team starts cheating, then uh, I'm no longer working as a team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know that you were ever working as a team to begin with, Matt. To be fair, I think I think it was said, but I don't think it actually was occurring. Yeah. As, um, I mean, as I've explained with our show, I sort of need two weeks to research an entire thing before I have any kind of knowledge on it. <laughs> He's gonna he message me two weeks from now on Discord. I got the one yeah. from Momoa to Lansbury. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, try Momoa. Try working backwards from Momoa. Try, yeah, if you have to. Yeah, I would, Rico. I'll, I'll tell you while he's working on. I was trying to end with Justice League because I thought that would be the place to end it. Mm-hmm. That's where I was trying to end it. The, the problem, and you might pick this up from Gate Leapers, is I've got a real disdain for modern superhero. Well, I've got a real disdain for superheroes as a genre in general, <laughs> not as a. a not as a games master, not as a performative person on a podcast, but as an individual. Uh, so I don't remember anything because there's mm-hmm. been like 5,000 of them in the last 10 years. I d- but do you yeah. know, at least know the difference between like DC and Marvel? Cause yeah, yeah. So like Jason Momoa was Aquaman. I know that. So I know there's, he's in justice league and he's in Aquaman and maybe he makes cameos in some of the others, but I, I don't know enough. Not- just one of them, honestly. Okay, uh-huh. I, but I don't know Hen- any. I know Henry Cavill Aquaman. is Superman. I I know Exists. that uh, you had Ben Affleck as Batman. Ooh, Ben Affleck. There's a there's there a you go. Mm-hmm. It was Ben Affleck and Emma Thompson in a thing? Yeah. So in Harry Potter and the uh, Digital Dongles, uh, <laughs> I, I believe Ben Affleck played the teacher of the f- fluffy okay. creature men. Technomancy. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Rico, give give them something. Give 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 it. Give I want to hear the genius do it. I want to hear yeah. the master work through it. Yeah. Oh shit! I got to do my own fucking homework. Um, <laughs> all right. So prove it can be done. Oh, it can be done. It's just gonna be difficult. Um. All right. Jason Momoa was in Justice League. You don't have to go to Justice League if you want to. Do no, no. League I'm thinking. I'm, no, I'm thinking of on. I've never. I haven't seen Dune. So, um, I'm thinking of ensemble cast. So. Um, that has Ben Affleck. Yeah, this is it's tough. I picked a good one. Um, <laughs> all right, let let's do this one as a collective. Rico, to start with Lansbury, I was pulling her out of Glass Onion. I was using her appearance in Glass Onion. You could you can use that. that. Yeah. Um. So I was going from Lans. I was Lansbury doing Glass Onion. Glass Onion. Did you see it? Yeah, briefly. It's a it's a cameo. I did not yeah. spot that. Wait, who did she play? Did, did, she put- I'll, I'll tell him. Did, did did you see the movie yeah, yeah, before? Yeah. I don't want. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember when Daniel Craig's in the bath playing all of us with a bunch of celebrities? Yes. Oh yeah. She she's one of the celebrities he's playing the game with. And does she speak? Yeah, Is- briefly, but she's there. And she's- would you describe that as a voice role? She's on no, camera. She's, she's in it. She's on camera. She's oh, she's she, on camera. like physically in like the Zoom chat or whatever. Yeah, it's yes, her, yeah. Sondheim, and. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Natasha and Leon. Natasha Leon. I, I saw Natasha Leon. Yeah. That was the person I recognized from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fair play. That's good. Yeah. 
So, um, hold on. I might, I might. You can, you could probably do it. Wait, no. Wait, fuck. What? No, what? Almost. Um, Batista is in Glass Onion. And yeah. Dune. Yeah. There you go. It, it, and Jason Momoa. Momoa in oh, Dune. yeah. Audra's like fucking two for <laughs> oh man. Like, look at you. <laughs> two and oh, Audra. <laughs> The Again, one who is like, I'll time. never get this game is like kicking our asses. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Honestly, that's all right. that's all drawing gate leapers. Like she'll turn up not understanding <laughs> half of it and then win the yep. whole thing. So Except when I'm her partner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. Audra, I took the I took the blame on both of those and I still own both the blame on both of those, so don't worry about it. Actually, you carried us on the Wakanda one. I know you did, and I still say that. I said that to Rico behind the scenes. Yeah. I said that. It's true. I was like, you carried us on that Wakanda one for sure. Um But all right, let's let's try to give them an easier one, Rico. Let's uh you got, you got an easier one for them? So we can let Matt have one here. Uh, you we, don't, uh, look, you don't have to let me have one. I'm, I will. No, no, I will no. But I'm saying I'm, I'm very bad at this kind of thing unless I've researched it. Okay. This is the. This is why I was talking with the freeform stuff. All right, Johnny Depp to Robert Downey Jr. Okay, Johnny Depp to Robert Downey Jr. It's part of the problem of an anxious mind is I can't clear it to I, envision I, these things. Rico, is that a one movie thing? Is that possible? Because I've got one in mind. I think they're both in. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, they've not been in a movie together. Okay, and I, I, I thinking, know their filmography is pretty. I know they're friends, I, but I they've know never you, been I in know a movie. You, I, I know you know their movie. I was thinking Zodiac for some reason. No, but that, that would have been Pippin. Right, yeah. You all right there, Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just got, I've got to think. i got to think. He's having, he's having an aneurysm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it takes for me to remember actors in films. You let it the silence out, right? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> I'll keep some in for dramatic effect, but yes, for the most part. He, we won't throw in like the Jeopardy theme or anything like that. <laughs> oh, now I now I am for legal reasons. But oh god, I know it's probably really easy. I just don't. This is not how my brain works. I thought this was going to be easy. I haven't thought of it either. All right, let me think of it as I, well. My th- my thought process where I was at is uh, Kate Kate Blanchett's in. Uh, the Iron Man movies, is that right? No. no. It's Gwyneth Paltrow. God damn it. God damn it, Gwyneth, <laughs> why do you have to exist? But but wait, wait, he was in a movie with Kate. No, that's not Kate Blanchett. That's Kate Winslet, I think. Uh, okay, I was going to say he's no, in a movie. Because Johnny, Johnny's, Johnny's in a movie with Kate Winslet. Because I was thinking any way to get me to Lord of the Rings. Never, isn't it Kate Winslet? Ne- Neverland. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's Kate Winslet. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. correct, correct. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> What is it again? It's Depp to who? Downey. Robert Downey Jr. Downey. No, I'm not going to get this. I'm so sorry. I, I have it. It's actually, it's it's pretty, it's pretty small. The link is pretty small. I figured it'd be a couple films or something. So you, ha- so it's Robert Downey Jr. was in Age of Ultron with Paul Bettany. Yes. You have to attribute that because Paul Bettany before that was a voiceover, so Iron Man wouldn't have worked. That's the that's the minutia of this. You gotta be very sure, sure, yeah. So, but he is on screen as Vision. He is so, on screen yeah, as Vision. Yep. So, Age of Ultron with Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany was in Mordecai with Depp. Not oh, there you go. the only time where you'll bring up the fucking movie Mordecai <laughs> is in this game. Yeah, or like the tourist. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I still want to, I, I, I'm going to listen to a guest in an episode of Gate Leapers like th- a month from now because it's just because of the time lapse yeah, that yeah, it yeah. takes to get there. And there's going to be a Link Askew. I'm going to hear a Link Askew <laughs> in Gate Leapers, I know. But you have to call no, Link Askew and give us the credit for legal reasons. Yeah, yeah, for, <laughs> for legal reasons. For legal reasons. Um... Uh, I yeah I think I don't think we should torture them anymore, Rico. I no. think we tried and it was fun and it was. Not unless you guys want to throw <laughs> you want to throw one at us. Like. Yeah, if you you, you want to throw if you oh if that you would make me much more comfortable. That's right, the position I'm I'm used to being in. All right, um, you don't. Here's the other thing, Matt. You don't have to be able to do it. Like you yeah, just have yeah, to yeah, throw just throwing out names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sir Ian McKellen. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my token Brit. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm going to say to Anna Faris. Ooh, good one. I'm trying to visualize who Anna Ferris I know the name. Anna Ferris is from... Okay, so she's from Scary Movie. Um, okay, that doesn't help me any, because fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> but it parodies the things you hate. Yeah, I still don't want to see it. The, the the draw is thinking of Anna Ferris because she doesn't have the quite extensive filmography <laughs> as Sir Ian fucking McKellen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, still can't, I still can't picture her. Um... I might be able to do this. I I re- just give me a second. If I could you, picture, I could probably do it. But. She was on my mind because I was thinking about scary movie because it turns out the guy who's done the Last of Us TV series and who did Chernobyl TV the TV series wrote the scary movie films and that just brings me so much hope in terms of the depth and breadth of what an individual is capable of. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm looking up Anna Ferris just to see what she fucking looks yeah. like because I honestly don't remember what she looks like and that mm-hmm. would help me at least. Yeah, go for it. Chris Pratt's former. Oh, the the, the the girl the girl from the the girl from Mom. Okay, now I know who it is. It doesn't count because it's a TV show, but at right. least I can use that to to visualize who I'm talking about. Right. Um, Christ, has she been in movies? I was yes. only thinking a scary movie. So besides scary movies, she's yeah. definitely in the first three scary movies. That the third one includes Leslie Nielsen, so that opens up a door. It also has Kevin Hart and Anthony Anderson. Oh, Christ. Kevin Hart's everywhere. So. Right. So that's where I'm thinking. So mm-hmm. let me spitball. So Anna Ferris was in Scary Movie 3 with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart has been in everything with The Rock. Uh, what, what's the other name again? I'm sorry. E- Ferris to who? McKellen. Okay. So Kevin Hart was in Jumanji, uh, Welcome to the Jungle. With The Rock and Jack Black. So, can you go with Jack Black? Can you go with The Rock? Okay. The Rock was in Black Adam with Pierce Brosnan. Ooh. I feel like there's a link to Pierce and fucking Ian McKellen. Uh, Pierce. has got to be a couple, even if it's a couple degrees, they've got to be closer than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Now I'm thinking of Pierce's fucking filmography. Um... Okay. Oh, I got it. Pierce nice. was in GoldenEye with yes. Sean Bean. Sean Bean was in Fellowship of the Ring with There Ian we McCall. go. Nicely done. Nicely the, done. What, the motherfucker who dies in every movie, I brought him to life for this round. <laughs> there Except go. the Martian. Except the Martian. If he was on Mars, he would have for sure been the first to die. <laughs> and, and National Treasure. He doesn't die in National Treasure. He ain't brought him back yet. No, no, he's yeah. in prison, but he's not dead. We don't know that. Yeah, we don't. We know. He's, we know he went to prison. We don't know what happened to Sean. Yeah. Okay, he was in prison. If last those week, prisoners Paul. got word that he tried to steal the Declaration of Independence, they would have fucked him up. 
So he'd be dead. Well, he's not said. a child. He, he, he's not a child rapist. There's a difference. The, I don't know. We don't know. I think Americans would consider those pretty equal. <laughs> in, Some in like of... big, pa- like overly patriotic prisoners, like you did yeah, what, to the Declaration right, of Independence. Right. <laughs> um, I, I think I, I, I think we've hit our limit on Lincoln's skew tonight, Rico. What do you say? <laughs> For legal reasons? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. Uh. Matt, Audra, this has been fantastic. Oh, this has been fantastic. It's been fun. I I, I know it's a little beyond your comfort zone in terms of length of time, but (laughs) it's been great having you on. And and, uh, we we do find that people love coming on our show because it is less structured. So I hope that was an enjoyment for you all as well. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and and so that means we will force you to come do it again at some point. Mm-hmm. For uh, sure. So I and, and I don't that, work a forty hour week, so I've got more free time than anyone else. And <laughs> and, and and I say that for legal reasons. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, I before we before we uh, fuck off into this good night, as we tend to say, could you let everyone know how how where and what people can find you on hear you listen to you see you whatever the case may be yes our podcast is called gate leapers it's a pop culture panel game where we play games in different fandoms uh, and have a whole lot of fun along the way you yeah. can find us wherever you get your podcasts you can follow us on twitter at gate leapers and there you can dm us and ask us to let us into the disc let you into the discord because that's where we mainly are these days yeah uh, as opposed to on public social media because who knows about that mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah so yeah gate leapers check us out just google us we're the only thing with that name yep. that's part of the reason we chose it yep um I'm not even in the Discord for everyone listening, so that You're gives you a Discord? sign of where you not in the Discord. We must have sent you an invite. I, 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 no, I've never been invited to the Discord. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Correcting that right now. I'm yeah, sending I'll you an invite. <laughs> you don't have to invite um, me. I don't like Discord. He doesn't know. He really does not like anyway, Discord. But... Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to. Accept. Uh, that's up to you. I'll accept. I'll just no. never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That's half of the people in there as well. So it's yeah, fine. yeah. Uh, but no, th- thank you both for joining us. Um, yeah, I'm glad that my nemesis Jason wasn't here. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> you think no, J- you I, think I, Jason I, would have done okay on Lickus on Lickusku? Oh, he'd have done way better than us. Yeah, way ah. better. That's this is his brain more than mm. it is. So may- maybe next time it'll be myself and Jason guesting yeah. on your pod. Or or uh, all three of you are welcome. We don't want to exclude your your beautiful wife there. That's oh for sure to, to her. Um, Since she anyway, won, no. essentially. <laughs> yeah, right. She, she, she has to come back. And- we can't have me back. I'll just victoriously dick on everyone. No, I won't. <laughs> or, or at least defend your title. I mean, yeah. So, but no. But th- thank you all both for joining us. We we appreciate it greatly. We're we're. Uh, I I know I speak for Rico when I say that we're we're grateful to have developed this friendship between the two shows and and uh, us individually as well. And uh, I look forward to more collaborative moments. I you know I'll join Gate Leapers anytime because I I just have a blast doing the show and. And it's a and, lot more fun being able to scream my answers to you yeah. and you hear them as opposed to me doing it on the train on my way home. So that's yes. that's nice. And, yeah. and, uh, and you've got to win. Yeah. yeah I, I, need, I need I, – I, I will share with you because it's out. I finally won on BFYTW, but Rico wasn't there, so it feels tainted. Okay. You know? That's why he and, won. And, and I, <laughs> yeah, that is why I won. And I didn't beat Jason. So, like, it was really like an 0 for 2 even though I won. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, the the re, the real battles on Gate Leapers, I understand. I yeah, understand. It's that's that's it exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Rico, anything you want to add before we we head off? No, I'm good. This was a fun time. I'll definitely come on anytime you guys want me to. 
Oh, thanks, man. Hell we'll yeah. have you back anytime. Definitely at least once this year because we've got to have that rematch. We've got to know yes. if CJ yeah. can win. Ding, ding, motherfucker. CJ here with some show information and a few thank yous. After I'm done, stay tuned for the damn it, our very own post credit scene. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your smart speaker, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you enjoy the show as much as we hope you do, tell a friend where they can find us too. If you want to agree with or yell at us, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew, Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. And follow the show page Podeskew Podcast on Facebook. If you love music as much as I do, you should check out my alter ego, DJ Xanthus, every Thursday from 9 p.m. to midnight-ish and Saturday, 10 p.m. to midnight-ish on Radio Airwaves at www.radio-airwaves.co.uk slash listen. I tend to run past midnight, hence the ish. Oh, and DJ Xanthus is on Twitter at DJXANTHUS. Also listen to the bi-monthly companion podcast, X&J Radio Podcast with DJ Xanthus, me, and Jabo everywhere you find your podcast and follow the show on Twitter at XJ Radio Pod. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our awesome logo. You can contact him for artwork via email at logomike at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Check out tpublic.com slash if you want to display your love of the logo and potaskew. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons, all one word, and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you our next episode. Don't forget the damn it. Now let's get to the part we've all been waiting for. It is the final scores. And for a second there, I think if anyone was keeping track, around about question nine or ten in the quick fire round, it was very close. Ooh. It was oh, very no. close. But our final scores are thus. The Golgothans finish on a very high score of 20 points. Wow. It is a high scoring game. But Snoochie Boochies take this one with 23 Yay. points. Damn it. Thank you.